What is up? Welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast. It's your boy, Benny P. Joined, as always, with me, Patrick P. And we do just want to kind of run through this podcast with you real quick. Podcast. Um, it's really juicy. It is a, it's a two-hour, 20-minute one. Uh, bang, bang. I hope you love it. If you hate it, I'm so sorry. But we've got a lot of things we're going to open up with and a lot of adjustments that we've made thanks to the voting that we put in the group me. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some fantasy football relevant information on the front end. Yep. Then what do we talk about, Patrick? We get into a little bit of interesting talk about bets. Yeah. And we talk about our big data and review. Yep. And then we get a little side-by-side conversation with the gods. For yeah, that was minutes. an interesting segment. We invite all the gods into play and introduce a new god into the set, into the into the wheel. So um, be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. You'll enjoy that. That'll be fun. Travers and Wades. We talk about the trades and waivers that went down. Yep, exactly. There's some, a couple of banger trades yep. and a big banger waiver. We've also got another mailbag. Mailbag. Yep, we hit up the mailbag. Really good. And then we do our pickums. Yep, getting that pickums. A little bit more big data. Talking about. Uh, well, I won't spoil it for you guys. Honestly, I mean, yeah, if you can, if you make it to the back end of this podcast, again, I will be surprised. Uh, I don't know many listeners that make it this far, but if you do get there, there's some interesting algorithm sleeper data for you. That's, That's just right. a tease. Just a tease. Just a little tease. So, just a little taste. Enjoy the podcast. We, we're really excited to bring it to you. We're closing this out right on October 7th, uh, 1, uh, 1.51 a.m. A.m. So yep. it is God early in the morning. So, yeah, just... Closing out this podcast for you. That's um, that's what we got. I hope you enjoy it. Patrick, uh, say goodbye to the people. Enjoy. Potty people, it's your boy Benny P in the dojo. Join with me as always, your boy P. Sweet, say what up to the people. Patrick P in the dojo. You have anything you want to tell these guys? Just want to tell you guys, coming in hot. We've been at it for a long time. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Starting this podcast October six at eleven ten. Love that, love that. And this is why this is a labor of love. We enjoy it just enough to keep doing it. Yeah, um, <laughs> just enough to keep doing it. So we're here. We've made some modifications. We threw the vote into the group me, and so we're hoping to make some adjustments that you guys are going to enjoy. And uh, with that, I'm ready to jump right in. You ready? Let's hop in there. Let's freaking hop right in there. So the thing is that we did throw out the votes, and we wanted to get a a good sample size from the league um, on how you felt about certain segments. And we want to create new segments, but the segments that we have so far, we want to know whether or not we should keep them or not. Do you have the numbers on those? Is that what you're pulling up, or are you just pulling up stuff on your phone? You don't have to. Don't go off what you okay. I do not have those. Good. But... Okay, great, great, great. All that to be said is that there were four people. We have 12 people in the league. By process of elimination, there was four people who did not vote on this. True. Okay? And we did check the group meet. There are no mutes. No mutes. In the group meet. There are no mutes. Which is great news. Great news. They would be publicly shamed if that <laughs> did happen, but there was no mutes. So we only got eight votes, and two of those votes were me and Patrick. True. Which we tried to be as biased as possible, but there unbiased, was... Unbiased, you mean. Yeah. Sorry, unbiased as possible. We tried right. to just put it in, right down the middle so that we could get I thought gauge. that I put in different 
on every single one of them, but I was wrong, apparently. I put, didn't, yeah. So, with that being said, we only had eight people put in. So, me and Patrick are going to talk about who we think did not vote. <laughs> okay. Just because, I mean, that's just that's what we're going to do to warm up and get our juices flowing, even though they've been flowing for two and a half hours. So, if we call somebody out and they are not one of the ones that didn't vote... We can oh, I would it. love if they listen to this podcast and they say, yes, confirmed, I did not vote. I would yeah. love to call yeah. her a shot and be right. Yeah, but I don't think they'll do that. But with that, let me go ahead and I'm going to pull up the members of the league. And we're just going to see who – we're just going to work through all of them. So Ben P., he voted. I bet I bet you he did. I bet he voted. Alex Cook. Alex Cook, 100% voted. I, I agree, 100%. Um, Alex Tisver. I think that is one person that did not vote. It's potential. It's potential. And, and the only reason I do say that is because he goes on shift. Yeah, he's got some odd hours. hours. I'll give time. him that. So and Okay, sure. So he sure. catches up on the group me later, and it's... Maybe it's, by that time, the vote's already been... It's too late. Delayed. Yeah. No, it's it, it has a 24-hour window, so... Oh, uh, yeah, but I mean... All right. I just think that's one. All right, and if I... Hopefully, potential. I'll come up with four over here on my fingers. Okay. All right, Connor F. Voted 100%. Agree. Davis Berrios. He voted think so i do okay I, I don't know him well enough maybe he got busy but activity. i don't know I, maybe are you saying that's one of your maybes no no no. i i, I don't know I, I i don't have a opinion either way on davis i mean i'm gonna go through here this. and i may not come up with four people oh, and wow. then i might have to come back yeah let's just put davis as a maybe okay eric j he voted for sure come on right he voted he voted evan s he definitely voted. He yeah. voted negatively on probably everything. Yeah, I think some of those negative votes had to be Evan. Yeah. Uh, Griffin Polkerson. Hmm. I guess he didn't vote. You think so? I. He's usually responsive when it comes to He is, though. Situations. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. is responsive. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this. Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> Alex Hisver, Davis Berrios, Griffin F., my maybes. Okay, those are your maybes. Isaac Meisner, he voted. Yeah. He he voted. Okay. I just feel it in my heart. He voted. Yeah. I'm with you 85% on that. I'm 85% confident. So here's the thing. The last three to get four people, you voted. Yes, I did. Luke Stoltz definitely voted. Yeah, I think he's And that there. leaves Kevin Wallace. Oh. And I know that he's flying recently, took a trip, oh. but I don't, I, I would have thought that Kevin would have voted. If the opportunity arose, I don't see Kevin not voting. <laughs> so, all right. It's a classic whodunit. It's whodunit. All right. So, for the record, people listening, we have Kevin Wallace as potentially did not answer. Yeah. Isaac My- uh, Griffin Fulkerson potentially did not answer. Davis Berrios potentially did not answer. And Alex Tisver potentially did not answer. Okay. I guess, is there any adjustments to that that you would like to make? No, nope. I'm going to lock in my guesses. I think it's Tiz. I think it's Davis. And I think it is. I just Davis is the one I'm shaky about. Like there might be a chance Eric Johnson didn't vote. I think, but I don't. And the, here's a the trade would be I really uh, the trade would be Davis for Eric. Like if they, I think that's where the the line is drawn. I'm locking in Tiz and Davis, and I'm locking in. Gosh, I don't know. I'm between Griffin and Isaac actually. I just feel like Griff. I, I mean, you go Griff. I I think Isaac voted. Okay. I think Isaac voted. Then I'll think Isaac didn't vote. Can we make a decision together? We will lock in our answer together. Okay. 
Tis Davis. Like my Griffin. confidence in Isaac should make you feel better about choosing Griff as someone who did not vote. Tis Davis Griff. Who's the fourth? So you think it might be Kev? Just the fourth one flying? I think is Kevin. Okay. I think it just happened. There it is. I think maybe it was just too many. That's it. Um, and that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. So what do you think about that? I think Kevin just got busy, mm-hmm. and it was too many messages, and he just yep. thumbed through it, whatever. Right now for him, he's got the third highest scoring in the league. If anything, I'd be lapping up those group me messages because it's all praise, baby. Yep. But maybe he's just like, ah, they're all beneath me at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Griffin, I have no rhyme or reason to think that he didn't vote, but I just have a I, – I, he's by process of elimination. He's in the category for whatever reason, and I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel deeply sorry about that. But yeah. Griffin is in that category. Do you have any inklings as to why those two maybe not voted? No clue at all. Yeah, that I mean, was a very just, deep sigh. Like, that was a very disappointing dad deep sigh right there. Well, there. I was thinking about my last couple of days at work and such. And oh, and I was ta- we, telling you, like. We need to talk about that. What? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, just Wednesdays are always super busy for me. It's work, and then we've got stuff going on after work. Then we get the That's poor timing because Wednesdays happens to be a day that is a uh, very fantasy relevant. It is, yeah, it is a lot of content, a lot of lot of travers going on. Right, it's a lot going on, so it's a bad day. That's why it took me a while to respond to the waivers that went through today because I'm just like super busy at work right now. Yeah. Um, Wait, so today is Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, and so then I get through all that. We come home. We got our Bible study and stuff. And then right. I'm walking in, and you're here by the time I've got nowhere to bed, and we're just jumping into this stuff. So, like, I understand getting busy, right? So, yeah. like, this happens. There can be a 24-hour window where I'm going to let these guys off the hook, you know. Maybe you didn't feel very strongly about any of this. Maybe you're just, yeah. like, either— Don't care. You just take the pod for what it is, and that's fine, too. Throw it in your ear, listen to it for maybe, like, 15, 30 minutes, and that's just it. Yep. Interesting. Okay. So let's move on. <sighs> okay. Well, Davis, yeah, I mean, that's, they fall in that same category, Tiz and Davis, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, whether or not they – and I don't know why. I feel like Davis definitely voted. I just feel like – no, Davis voted. Okay. All right. And I'm trading my vote, Davis, and I'm taking your 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 hesitancy in Isaac as a vote. You're putting Isaac in there? Yeah, because you were hesitant about him. You didn't you think that so he did. You were so confident in Isaac. I, no, I was well, – you're right. Man, this is – going crazy honestly I, I need to change my vote <laughs> sorry davis for eric johnson for whatever reason i just think eric johnson was like i listen to this podcast i love every single second of it maybe something like that and i'm just not doing it okay okay <laughs> so that's where i left off Still um, man we will talk more about i guess my response to you yeah is priority wise wednesday you're busy okay but you seem to get to the group meet so what proper priority you think the group me should take in a fantasy league in a fantasy members life Hmm. Uh, and from a healthy standpoint or from a standpoint that i'm taking it um how do you how do you take it like how are you taking it personally it's very important to me it's a top tier priority okay so let's let's try to gauge that so i'm in the i'm so i don't want to go on record too far on tuesday as to what i did or didn't do work Mm -hmm. um Let's just say Tuesday was not my most productive day. Sure. Okay. Tuesday, Tuesday we were together. Uh, I saw you at for, lunch. Yes. Um, the day of the Wade. Yeah, day of the Wade. So I guess my question to you is, I had some things that I needed to get done. Mm-hmm. I was able to, I saw a lot of messages, a lot of text messages. I was talking with Evan. I was talking with Tiz. 
uh there was a lot of you had to set your wades and all that your your travers travers yeah and so i so i guess my question to you is how often does the group me pop up and it interrupts whatever you're doing at work like how often is that pretty often i was in the middle of training the bookkeeper today whenever the waivers went through and i was seeing the messages that came up right and i would always look while like in between while you're having stuff a, literally a conversation conversation yeah i'm like okay so yeah you go in here and you click enter bill enter charge here in the system and then um so you do that and then i wait for her to do that and i'm looking down and i'm looking at the most recent group meetings and i'm keeping it percolating in my brain so that whenever i do get a chance later i'm going to leave those unread but I know what's going on and then I'm going to okay. respond. So do you think that that has gotten to a, and, and I promise we'll be wrapping this up. I hope that people listening care about this. And we don't get canceled, yeah, but right. And that's the ultimate, I mean, that's why we freaking dude the votes is because pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries incorporated is thinking about canceling our show and we just need to really, yeah. I mean, that's why we had to put the votes out there is because the, uh, the rumors that, that didn't the, come down to me, our audience, our audience was, was, yeah, it was, they're burning couches something like that i think it was because of the uk game it was it the same day i think you're right yeah so my question to you is that it, is it getting toxic like is it a bad thing like is it is it something that is interrupting your work in a very very negative sense to where you need to cut it off no not enough to that i wouldn't let it okay i got a confession mm-hmm. it may or may not be something that i put people on hold for okay on the phone Oh, so, yeah, like at work, you're saying. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. I no, guess. I would never say that out loud. Yeah. But on Tuesday, when you are talking about something of the highest priority, there's a good chance that maybe I have a client on the phone and we're reviewing a loan estimate or something like that mm-hmm. that needs to go out. Very important documentation. And I may or may not okay. have said, I'm going to put you on a brief hold to pick you right back up and we'll, we'll review the document together to get a text message out. Wow. And this was in regards to a trade. It was, Not which, I, which is definitely group. the highest priority of, of any, but there's just a hot for, trade going on. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you on this one. Thank um, you so much. I'm, I'm looking for a lot of judgment and <clears> damn it. <throat> Honestly, maybe we should just edit this back out. I'm afraid my boss might <laughs> listen to it. Uh, okay. uh, honestly. Yeah. You've got a hot trade on the, on the griddle there. I mean, you don't want to let it burn. You don't want to let it sit there too long. You definitely don't. Um, it's it's a fine line. It's a fine line. For I appreciate sure. you just giving me some kind of room here. It's, so it's any fine line, okay. but um, I yeah, I, far be it for me to judge because I'm sitting here looking at group me messages that aren't even about trades in between training somebody. So I mean, yeah. I don't know how you how you gauge that. I guess it didn't really stop me from training her, but maybe it got me a couple times where I was like, uh, wait, where was I at? You know, repeat, <laughs> yeah, things. like having to repeat yourself or yeah. something like that. Maybe yeah. something. Like uh huh. Well, I guess that's just a little confession time with me and Patrick. Um, <laughs> just for the league to know that if you also do the same thing, then me and Patrick are not going to judge you. So, um, yeah, here we are. So, uh, that want to close up one thing just as we kind of wrap up our warm up segment here, uh, your bets. Do you have any interesting bets that happened over the course of the last week? I know we've got a lot of betters on the podcast that maybe want to want to maybe know what, uh, what Patrick's been getting into bet wise. Sure. I've, yeah, I've been diving into a few different sports. I told you one of my, I guess my most interesting bet is a UFC fight. It was a Dana White contender series. Um, Mike Mallett. I was surprised when you said that you bet on it. Yeah. UFC I'm not fight. like a huge uh, UFC like fan or anything. I don't even really watch unless yeah. it's just on the TV. So what was your scoop? So, 
Uh, yeah, I was just listening. I listened to a lot of different podcasts and such, and somebody brought up this fight, and I got into the details of it, and I thought I really liked this guy, Mike Mallet. He had a big favorite. Um, he was, um, the odds were negative 175, which is okay. basically you have to bet 175 to make $100 is the way mm-hmm. you can view that. Um, you but put I a million on him? Looked at some stats and stuff. And Did you I put a milli? Did you put a milli on him? I put uh, not a milli. I did not put a milli on him. But, yeah, made that bet. He locked him out in 38 seconds or something. So um, I was very excited about that. I jumped into some baseball, which is where I – Baseball and college football is actually where I'm making my money. NFL is what's burning me, which is crazy. Yeah. Because I I think I have too much passion. You are one three. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I'm uh, picking picking all the wrong players. So, obviously, NFL is not my my. My Come on. I had to come in with a little uh had to come in with a little yeah, bit of right there, right a little bit of hurt. Had to get you just a little bit. But the last seven days got a fourteen percent return on my investment here. Um so last last week has been good. Um when I first started really yeah. getting into this, I had a rough couple weeks. Oh really? So yeah. off to the start, I mean so you would say from the start you definitely hit some uh, some rough patches or something like that. Yeah, so I started off probably I would say I was equally negative as I am positive this week to start off. I probably was like a negative 12% return on my investment on my okay. bets. Um, overall now I'm at negative 4.6%. So I'm clawing my way back. Nice. I've got a 39 and 47 record right now on my bets. So that's a 45% win percentage over the last week. It's been 52%, which is I'm getting there, getting closer. I like it. That's good. That's good. Like an airplane, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Start low, a little bit slow, maybe on your way up while you're flying. There's, um, but the, uh, yeah, you're taking off and you're trending upward, man. Yeah, you got to, uh, that's why you start with the bankroll method. You bet a unit at a time. 100%, 100%. And um, you start slow and then. Which, by the way, on the topic of betting, Evan did go back to the casino and he played for five hours. Okay. Okay. And he was positive, bought him for a hundred. Didn't want to go full buy-in, which me and you have done that before when we were newbies. but. He just wanted to kind of, I guess, sit at the table and just get some cards and play. Uh-huh. Was up one hundred and twenty-five dollars, so two twenty-five. Okay. And he says to himself that's probably around the time that he should have left, but he mm-hmm. didn't, and uh, ended up losing it. But yeah, that's how it goes. Again, yeah, it's classic. I mean, again, you've had to tell us to get up from the table plenty of times. I would come mm-hmm. out to you, we would talk about hand histories, and you'd be like, "It's time to leave," and I would say, "Absolutely not." Yeah, and I mean, it's it's tough because. Yeah, I want to get he also, I mean, long. that's the other thing that he said, though, is he said he had a blast. Yeah, like, Obviously, sure. losing $100 is not having a blast, but the games, the TVs, the cards, like, it's just... And it's all about the long course of time, right? Yes. It's the long-term variance. Short-term variance, you can lose $300, $600, two buy-ins like that. But if you're a winning player over the course of time, that's what matters, so... Well, you got to get a bankroll. You want to reference that app? Yes, uh, so the app I'm using to track all of my bets is called action network i believe action network let me yeah actionnetwork.com cool awesome man let's uh let's let's wrap that up that is uh our warm-up segment thanks for listening and uh we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and get into something for the next segment we're going to be doing the reviews we worked really hard on these, so uh, we put out some topics, got some numbers together that we think you guys are going to enjoy. So hopefully we can keep this as condensed as possible. But everybody on the voting platform said reviews were not something that they minded. So yep. you want to hear about your team? You want to hear about how they're doing? You want to hear 
the thoughts and rumors around the league in reference to those, those matchups. So we're going to get into them. <laughs> it's going to be funny, I think, and uh, for me and Patrick. But, yeah, let's go ahead and pull them up. And we've got our big data. We've got our knapsacks going. Um, I'm ready, man. You ready? I'm ready to jump in here. So what is – let's go ahead and do our first matchup here. Connor and Eric Johnson. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, could you tell us who the pick'em was? Yep. So I had Eric riding yes. the hot hand, which felt like you were again going out on a limb. But I don't. I mean, yeah, he, I went on the limb last week, the week before for sure when he beat Lucas. But this, this is what week, I'll say: is that last week, Connor F was favorite. Yeah. Okay. So I did pick the underdog again this Technically, time. Yeah, underdog. That's a good way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Then the underdog did not win. He might have covered the spread. I don't know. No, he did not. Okay. That's good. Nope, probably not. Um, so let's get into this matchup. And you picked Connor, by the way. So yeah. you picked the, the winner there. So plus one for me. Um, let's think here. So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into the teams. And I guess what we – yeah, so let me pull that up. And what I wanted to talk about was in this matchup between Connor and Eric J, we've got a – see i want to see the overall record between these two going well yeah going into this matchup all right here connor and eric had not played each other wow this is our first meeting yeah this is their first meeting how is that possible that's nope, crazy i'm so sorry that's wrong okay that's what yep. i thought i thought that was i'm impossible. so sorry so uh, that was for that season so obviously that would make sense so eric j and connor right here they had played four total times prior to this Okay. Connor getting his first. Uh, no, Eric Johnson. I'm so sorry. So Eric Johnson had won once and he had lost three times, now making it one and four total. Okay. So Connor's thoroughly owned this, this relationship as yeah. Eric has not owned really any matchups. So, with a overall winning percentage of thirty-one point nine percent, fifteen wins and thirty-two losses, yeah, he's not uh, he's not owning too many matchups. So math checks out. Yep. With that, wanted to just kind of point out, yeah. So the favorite was Connor, and so let's get into these matchups just a little bit. Do you want to tell me some things you like about the winning team? Yeah, man, I like a lot about the winning team. Yeah, what's not to like? Uh, what is not to like? What's not to like about a Tyreek Hill three tutty, hundred and eighty-six yeah. yard week? I mean, come on. I. I mean. You think he's just breaking even, or um, you think he's just catching up? Do I think for the season? I mean, think about it. He's laid a couple duds. So is this just like a catch up to put him right back where he's supposed to be, and he's not gonna? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for sure um, Tyreek Hill is one of those streaky players, so you could see a streaky catch-up situation going on where he's just uh, catching back up to the no, regressing to no, the mean. No, no, that wasn't – yeah, I guess uh... – nah, nah, man. Okay, so with Tyreek Hill, um, that's a great point. I really like McLaurin, number six wide receiver on the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, I really like his production, and if I'm looking at this, I I mean, obviously, I think Tyreek is going to get his, but I saw McLaurin. I thought that was a really big win for him. When I looked at it, I just thought he was trending up, 
13 targets, and he's put put himself together a couple of eight points last last week, but 22 hit an eight pointer, and I think that's his floor. Like seeing his floor at eight points is the worst case scenario, and then 27 here. So I had my doubts about quarterback play with Washington before and moving forward with him. So seeing this from him in a matchup with um, with Atlanta was, I thought, exactly what it needed to be. It needed to be up there in the point totals against a defense like Atlanta's. Yeah, for sure. What I did not like sure. about Connor's side of it in particular was Chris Carson. I'm really worried about Chris Carson, uh, the injury that he's not practicing so far this week with the short week turnaround. Um, that's definitely something on Connor's side that I would be worried about going forward. Yeah. Okay. I had uh, that. I don't know. I just I looked into the Godwin situation. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And my personal thoughts, I just feel like he's trending downward. And when I see a seven-point outing with Gronk out of the lineup and just kind of looking through those details, we've got 14, 5, 7, and then back to five targets. Seeing that number not go up from five with Gronk out of the lineup, to me, it was a little eye-opening. So those yeah. are con- some, those are just some concerns looking at his team, but I think those are good things to point out. Yeah, for a, a player like Chris Godwin, seven points might as well be a bagel. You know what I mean? It might as well be just a zero-point outing for him. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Let's talk about Eric's team. Yeah. Okay? Let's talk about Waller, Texas Ranger. Mm. I want to tell you something that I like. Mm-hmm. I love Elaire. Jeez. Love that Clyde is getting it done. Back to back hundred point hundred yard rushing games. And I just think that's a good trend and it's in the right direction. So I wanted to get your I mean, that's just what I saw as a silver lining on his team moving forward. You've got to be able to ride this, and that's honestly gonna be the key for Eric moving forward if he's gonna to continue to get some wins, stay out of the worst record suit and all that. Again, we think that his team doesn't have a whole lot of depth, but it's going to be on the back of whether or not Clyde can be a sustainable running back moving forward. Clyde, yeah, he's sweet as an eclair, that Clyde eclair. Uh, Kareem Hunt, also amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing production. Kareem Hunt um, is good. Splitting carries with Chubb and still being able to put up 17 points. Um, I mean, it's just crazy. He's out there for 53% of the snaps, and he's putting you up, you know, solid RB numbers that would be an RB one spot mm-hmm. sitting here mm-hmm. at number eight RB on the season right now. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Tell me something you don't like about Eric's con- uh, what you're worried about for Eric's team. Oh man. The kicker situation last week. Terrifying. No, it is weird because I, I think gold or was Robbie. How often do you see a kicker on the IR? That's yeah. The he, he got hurt, I think in pregame. So it was like right before the game, he got scratched. It was like, he got hurt in warmups or something is what I heard. I don't that know. Sucks. Cause like the news doesn't say that. It says that he's not going to return to the game, but I'm not sure that he ever went out there. They had their backup. They had their punter trying to kick field goals. Did you see that? No. He was just shanking them, like not hitting anything. Was that a noon game points. or was that a 430 game? Do you know? Uh, Seattle. You don't have to worry 405. about it. 405. 405. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was super weird. Breaking news on your Chris Carson take. They got him not playing. Yeah. On I, Thursday with a quick turnaround game like that. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Breaking news here. Yeah, we cover it all. Breaking uh, news. We are coming in hot. With that, I, I did want to also add something that I saw on Eric's team. I'm a little concerned about $46? 
Yeah, Hubbard. For nine points? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine. I guess it's what you had to do. But $46 to me, it's, um, I don't know. Tomato. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Man. So let's, uh, that is their matchup. Off to a good start here. We've got some good details for everybody. I mean, I just love that we're touching these things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's move on to the Davis Lucas matchup. You ready for that one, buddy? Yeah. Let me kick us off here. Uh, sure. Let me, let me, let me pull it up. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Who do you want to talk with? Davis Lucas? Uh, I'll start with the the winning side. So yeah, just to cover our our pickums from last week. Cover our butts. <laughs> cover our butts. Cover our butts. Yeah, hilarious. Lucas, we both picked guy. him. He won. Yeah. So even up on the the pickum score, but um, we both had him winning, and he won handily. Um, he won handily. He won handily. Yeah, he did. And what I really like, I mean, it's kind of a combo pick, but just his RB room. Sure. Freaking Taylor and Barkley out here. Um, yeah, I mean, both Barkley sitting at number nine RB, and he did not have the strongest start to the season. So he's trending in the right direction. Yeah. And Taylor as well. Um, he's had a bit of a streaky season. He's had the first week looked good. This last week looked good. Two weeks in between, not so good. But I think he's on the right direction as well. So yeah. those RBs were tough. 100% soy sauce. I just feel like what I saw on Saquon was that his receiving work, okay? Yeah. His receiving work is, I mean, honestly being very surprising. Six targets, five receptions. Obviously, you just need to get the guy the ball however you need to do that. But his receiving work was what really stuck out to me. One thing that I also saw that I really wanted to, I guess, point out DK Metcalf I just want to throw on record moving forward I've got great matchups for him LA Rams Pittsburgh New Orleans Jacksonville I think that you can look for Seattle moving forward as just a positive backbone for the Lucas organization honestly for the next weeks until they reach their bye and then we'll see what happens from there but uh, as long as he can stay healthy I've got big weeks coming from DK Metcalf so I wanted to put that on record also want to put on record, this is the first matchup between Lucas and Davis. This is the mm. battle of the new members. Mm. Lucas making himself known sure. as the better new member, even though there was a lot of hearsay of Davis coming in the league at the beginning. You remember that? Oh, we almost crowned him king. Week one. Week one. Five points. We almost did it. league history. I mean, but oh, how the turntables have turned. Oh, how the turntables. And yeah, not a lot of holes on Luke's team, to be honest. But let honest. me tell you one. Let me tell you about a hole. Okay. The Odell Okie doke. You think so? We all been there. We all been there. He had a good week, looked good. So you're going to play him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, having 11 points, but then he steals a spot, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that could have very easily found. Okay, so you plug in Deontay Johnson. Or, I'm sorry, let me, I'm on the wrong side. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, this matchup. So I think that there's a better, yeah, Deontay Johnson into the wide receiver position as a secure guy. I mean, 13 targets. Sure. Okay, so somebody that, Maybe it was trending downward, but you, he finds the plug. And then I don't think it's too crazy to have McKissick or Murray RBs in a flex spot. Yeah. So I'm not calling it poor management, but I just think that it's the Odell okie doke that I sure. think we all can get ourselves into trouble with. So I'm pointing that out as a concern moving forward because I think he's a flex play at best moving forward with this team's depth. True. So if Odell did not 
um, give you well if Jarvis didn't go down and then Odell didn't give you the hope of the five for nine the week before with 77 yards then I think you can definitely put a Murray in for sure, sure. like McKissick's a little harder because yeah. you never know but um, Murray for sure the way they were talking about how he was going to start you don't know what to believe about the Ravens backfield but I think that's definitely a start you can find so that's a good observation the only other um, hole that I would see it, that's a little scary is Hawkinson, mm. who looked like he was going to be lighting the league on fire the first two weeks, and then the last two weeks has just put up two points and six points. Um, yeah. So starting off the year 21 and 16, you think this guy's got a great floor, at least with all those targets. He got eight targets last week, but just didn't do much with them. So right. He's a dookie mustard stain, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Davis. Okay. Let's talk about. Again, the guy that we originally in week one wanted to crown king of the league. Mm -hmm. All right, most points ever in a week. Um, Again, the turntables have turned. And starting with this, I mean, I just feel like being two and two, he's had a couple bad losses. Not a problem with 100, I mean, well, 102 points. Honestly, I do have a problem with. Me and you have both talked about his depth, how he's getting away with playing A.J. Dillon, or if he's getting away with it. That that is a concern the last couple weeks. But uh, let's start. Let's start high, and I'll end low. I will say that I do like Diggs. I do like Diggs, and things that I saw trending up for him. Uh, I just like the targets and the involvement in the offense. Obviously, he's the primary guy, but thirteen targets, eight targets, ten targets, ten targets. Just the consistency, even with uh, a, a dominant showing from the Bills in that game. To me, just a really, really great player to have as far as a low floor. Is concerned, so I had Diggs as a positive note for Davis moving forward, as he needs to improve some of his depth. But at least he's got Diggs moving forward. Yeah, and also Jared Cook. Um, yeah, it's just putting him in the lineup. Obviously, it's more of a streamer situation right yeah. now until you see some consistency. But with he the charges, picked a great week to start Jared Cook after he could have been very out on him after putting up eight, four, and three and went another streamer way. Yeah, great stream, um, honestly. Great stream. Uh, six for seven, 70 yards and a touchdown. And yeah, number 12 tight end on the year to this point, basically based on that one week alone. So mm-hmm. we'll look to see if he's going to get that type of work going forward, which is tough with Keenan and Mike Williams out there. So any, uh, any, any, notable concerns with Davis's team yeah for sure I mean it's got to be the RB spot right now with starting AJ Dillon because you've got to think that last week is the best you can expect out of AJ Dillon minus him sniping a touchdown um, at some point because 15 carries for 81 yards and you're still only getting you know 11 points out of your RB2 spot and that is not something that's going to be consistent over the course of the year because he's just dealing with that injury with Christian McCaffrey and uh, um, Eli Mitchell Yep. Um, but as soon as they come back, obviously, I think Davis is going to return to form a lot. But right now, it's scary having A.J. Dillon as your RB2. Yeah, eggs and bacon, man. You could not have been more spot on with that mm-hmm. analysis, honestly. Yeah. You've got to ask yourself in a situation like this, was Elijah Mitchell the worst waiver pickup of all time? You gotta, I mean, You've got to ask because I mean, it just the question continues to come up and up again. I mean, people on the streets are stopping me. They're mm-hmm. saying, hey, Ben, mm-hmm. did you know that Elijah Mitchell was picked up for $61 of fab money? Wow. And what has he done? Uh, I mean, let me just tell you what he's doing. <laughs> um, it's pretty easy to tell. He had 18 points in week one. Yeah. He had eight points. And then since the, uh, since the pickup, he's had uh, zero. 
and uh, zero. Right. Very productive $61 in my opinion. I guess that would be my only concern moving forward though is that someone let their fab on fire, hmm. lost the backup for their star running back and is now paying the cost. Hmm. But I mean, that's just a little bit of analysis for me. Right. I just, somebody. Yeah, we'll get into more trades later, you know. Sure. Um, and see uh, if maybe another big bust has been picked up and talk about the future on that. Hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting. So that's uh, those are our concerns for Davis. And yeah, good matchup. Again, a matchup of the, the newbies, if you will, the, the new members to the league. But that concludes that matchup. You ready to go on to the, another one? Let's get into the, the, another one. Let's get into it. Hey, calm down. Calm down. They're excited. They're eight just half. getting excited. Eight and a half. So, in this matchup, let's talk about Alex C versus Kevin Dub. Kevin okay. Dub, yeah. Alex C. Jumping into this matchup, I got a quick question for you. Do you know who the highest score on the week was? Kevin Dub. Do you know who the lowest score on the week was? It was his opponent, Cook. The oh. highest scoring matchup versus the lowest, or the highest scoring team versus the lowest scoring team. the wall week. there. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I thought I'd catch you with the lowest scoring one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so highest scoring matchup versus lowest scoring team this week. What did you like about it? What did you like about Kev's team? I'll tell you. I do want to tell you first and foremost, though, this team has, prior to this matchup, been head-to-head three different times, mm-hmm. okay, in which Cook was the victor two of those times. So, Kevin winning this one evens the matchup for them going two and two all time. And we did both pick Kev this week, so another split. Great. On the previous one, what was the pick on that one? Uh, we both picked Luke S. Gotcha. Yep. Great. This was a split, though. You did pick Alex C. No, we both picked this one. So okay, I'm sorry. As far as okay, points sorry. go, we just want to be clear. Point. Okay, yep. so you wanted to start out with Alex C., the loser? We can or, start with whoever you want. Okay, sure. Let's start with the winner. Stay on trend here. We've been yep. doing our, our winning thing, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, what I've got for Kevin Dub, I just, there's so many good things. I There's so many good things, and I guess what I'll point out, and I'll just, I, I don't want to shotgun you here, but I got to. All okay. right? Gonna blast me. Henry, trending up. The carries are continuing to go up. His usage rate is going up. Cup, this is his floor. 8.9. 8.9 points, and he's the number one wide receiver still. And he's got TJ Moore, who is just going up and up and up. So, all I have to say, this team is rocking and rolling. God, and he's got Robinson. Robinson's got back-to-back 20-point games. So, I literally could not be more excited about this team. And when it comes up to conversations, which potentially we'll get to in the mailbag, I think that this is the number one team. I don't care what the record shows, win-wise. I think that this is the number one team, hands down, because I've got no negatives. Sausage, dumplings, you hit the nail on the head. You hit everything that I had as a positive on this team. Henry Robinson looks great. Yeah, that's enough said about how amazing this team is because they just they put up points from every position. Three straight weeks, highest scoring. We'll talk about it in the pick and whether or not he'll go for four, Whew. what we envision there. But I honestly don't know if this has ever been done. Maybe Isaac, when he was on his win streak, maybe. I don't even know. I, because a big part of his win streak was going up against Marked low scoring the stats, teams. That's right. Yeah. So that's, I, I, I mean, don't three know. Three in if a row might done. be 
God, he's just taking a dump on our whole league. <laughs> Imagine if we paid out every week highest score. Uh, you would have yeah. already made his money back. Yeah. Something to bring up in the forum next year. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Let's talk about Cook. Tell me some good things. Well, hold on. Before we jump over to Cook, sure. was there anything you were concerned about on Kevin's team? No, I literally have none. I'm well, not kidding. I had nothing. I was like, nope. I like his team. I would not change it. Good. Yeah. The only, the, the only point I want to bring up, which you kind of brought up, was yes he does have somebody on his team named gay but other than that sure um <laughs> but other than that cup very off week they didn't have like did that they? they did they did they did like they that. seems like they were forced to laugh about that uh gunshots <laughs> or i'm going to laugh <laughs> but yeah as you said cup Low scoring week this week with 8.9 points. You can talk over him. It's fine. Yeah, guys, just hey, pipe, pipe down shut over up. here. Pipe down over here. Okay. Cup with the low scoring week. And, yeah, it's just amazing that he has his number one, literally the number one wide receiver in the league, puts up 8.9 points, and he still has the highest scoring team. Imagine if Cup puts up an average week. Oh, uh, not to mention, so, yeah, exactly. Number one RB. Mm-hmm. Number one wide receiver. Yep. Number four wide receiver in DJ Moore. Yep. And just, his number one wide receiver got eight point eight point nine points this week. If he just has an average week, if he goes off, he may have the league record in this I, matchup. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard to see this team not uh not getting that bye week, honestly. But that's what we said about Davis week one. To how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables have turned. All right. Speaking of turntables, let's get over to Alex C. Tell me some good things. Great things about Alex C. Some things that he you have can great things on, on Alex's team. Yes, he can hold on to these. You things. must be treasure hunting. <laughs> he can hold on to these. No, I do like a few things, and he has made a trade that we'll talk about. A Wade, um, but I do like Dwayne Wade's here. So yes, we're talking Dwayne Wade. Yeah, in the dojo, South Beach. We don't do any guests on this show. Dwayne, you're gonna have to leave. Uh, we do have guests, but they're never welcomed. Calm down. He wasn't, they're a little sensitive. Jacoby Myers. Um, sensitive. I really do like this flex. They're sensitive. I really do like this flex. He's got a nice four. He's had 14 targets. Sorry. 12 just, targets previous two weeks. They don't have a crying button. Going to, <laughs> going to be a solid <laughs> flex going forward. Looking solid with a great four. Who was that you said? Jacoby Myers. Oh, okay. Jacoby Myers. I think this is something that he needs to hang his hat on, is that he has a solid flex so that whenever his starters uh, can make their way into the lineup like Josh Jacobs when he's healthy and um, his new trade that we will get into mm-hmm. as well um, going to be Joe Mixon, right? Uh, so I do think there are brighter days ahead and I think this flex spot, it seems to be I mean, depth is is difficult this year because a lot of us drafted top heavy. So whenever yeah. you have that flex spot where you have an advantage there and then you are, do have a healthy starting core I think that this could be a difference maker for him because a lot of his stars did not perform this week and whenever they're performing and he's also got the edge at flex I think it's going to win him a lot of matchups okay yeah yeah it's good it's hard to get past the fact that he has the number two quarterback in the league but another sure. silver lining I do like that Fournette got 20 carries last game yeah that's true it's I mean it's a lot that. of eating Ronald Jones is not taking any of those snaps away from him so you do have a at least somebody in the league who's choosing to use a one RB situation. So you've got at least a very, very low floor as far as utilization is concerned for him. So I thought that was a silver lining. 
Doesn't mean that he can't put up dud games because they throw so much, but still. And because they, who knows, they, he could start Ronald Jones next week. Uh, yeah, Bruce, they, there's a, it's a revolving door. Yep. So, those are positives. I do want to talk about a negative. I would love to hear it. Dagon Stinky Pits. Yes. Um, I just, I don't know. We had him pinned early for, everybody did, for huge success moving forward. And personally, everybody knows, like, what the footballers say is it takes usually two, three years for these guys to come alive. And so what I guess I'll just say is that being number 19 tight end on the season is not terrible. He's not getting you zero points like some tight ends can and give you a goose egg. But with him only being 19th, I just think that maybe it's a little too early. And maybe we jumped the gun on this tight end and what his ceiling would have been. And this is this is as good as it gets for him. And that, that would be my concern moving forward. It is a rough position to be in because you've got Pitts who has all of this um, future, that hope that you have. Maybe in a this, keeper league. And this ceiling. Um, so every week you can't not start him. Right. Until exactly. he just continues to kill you long enough that you set him on your bench. Finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks of him destroying then what you. Happens? Then what happens? Then what happens? What does he do? And then he goes off. <laughs> and then he goes off. So the so it's just tough to find a streamer to put in over somebody like Kyle Pitts. So it seems like it's just a clogging roster spot right now unless he starts performing because he's just literally going to sit there and continue putting up these mediocre weeks over and over and over again until you make a change. And yep. so it's just tough. It's tough to have somebody like that. that Clock has, drain. Yeah, exactly. Drano. He needs the Drano pits out of his roster, maybe. Maybe find somebody that's high on him, make a trade. Speaking of toots, did you have another bad thing that you saw about this team? Actually, speaking of toots, I literally wrote down on my paper, his whole team pooped. Ha! His whole team pooped. Uh, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, they put up a combined 11 points. Um, that's, that's not what you want out of your who – number eight wide receiver on the year and then C mm-hmm. Lamb who has all of this potential and started off so hot. Yeah. And then it's just spiraled downward quick. Yogurt, do you think that do you think that what's the name of the show? Hard knocks. The curse of hard knocks. Did it happen to C D Lamb? Yeah. Everybody got so excited. There's a freaking hype video video for him. And all that I'm seeing is fifteen targets. Ooh, great. Nine targets. That's all that's good. Three targets, boo. Five targets, boo, boo, boo. All right, they even have him pissed about it too. And so I'm low on CD Lamb, and I just thought that that's another one that again everybody and their mother was like, get in on CD Lamb. You know, as Bill Simmons like to say, I don't like saying it because it's a little, it's a little. I don't. He says circle and doing that. Okay. He says that yes. okay. he on says a public that. podcast, yeah, and that to me is a little too racy. Yeah, we need to go there. So I just people were all excited about him getting their jollies off, and I just think that I don't know. It's just another disappointing kind of like pick that everybody was high on, and just here we are. So making it very very hard for Cook, just because again this guy was hyped up as like a top five wide receiver, breakout candidate, all these different things. So for him to disappoint, it's just you know for me, when I see the downtrend in targets like that. It uh, scares me. Yeah, it's a concern. I'm scared. Yeah. That's Halloween okay. time. Don't be worried. He's not on your team. Cover me. <laughs> Cover me. I am scared. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. See Lynn's trick. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, great. 
That's all we got to talk about in this matchup. You good? I'm done. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's move into Tizver and Griff. Tiz gets the win here. We both picked Tiz last week, so another one where we did no one made any improvement on their record. Okay, then let me go ahead and tell you what the matchup between these two goofballs is. Okay. What these two goof turds is. It is all-time record, Tiz versus Griffin. Prior to this matchup, they had faced off three times. I have to be clear because I don't want to trip over my words again. Yeah. Okay. Tizver was 0-3 going into this matchup. Had not sealed a victory. Right. Tiz breaks the seal, breaks the chains of bondage that Griffin had had over him and says, I am, I am victorious. I am. Yeah. John Valjean. So he gets his first win in this matchup, uh, getting on the record books there as not being completely trumped by Griffin. So let's uh, let's talk about the winner. Okay. Tell me something positive. Well, there's nothing more positive than a Monday night miracle. Tell me something positive. Susan was hanging out with Eckler. That wasn't Susan. Sure. Who was that? That wasn't Susan? It was Susan. You're right. It was Susan because she was – Eckler was serving her – breakfast in bed oh, oh and the delights <laughs> and the, the pleasantries yeah and then, oh man and then the deuce so Eckler, followed by the deuce Eckler provided a monday night miracle for tiz it looked like it was all lost i don't even know if tiz was able to watch the monday night game he didn't respond to the group meet till the he next wasn't. morning he woke up and he woke up to a, a tuesday morning woke up to, to a susan special and he blessed her <laughs> oh yeah tiz did he said sure thank did. god for susan yeah Exactly. Doing what she does. Man, Eckler just went off. And, yeah, and I think probably a lot of people in the league didn't even realize this matchup still had a chance until somebody I, said it in the group me. I honestly didn't realize it did yeah. t- either. It was, and I was thinking about our pick and how I thought yeah. we – because we both picked Tiz, I just kind of ruled it out. I was like, out. oh, I picked Tiz. I literally remembered picking Tiz, and I was like, maybe I made up some ground. And then I looked, and we both picked him. So. Yeah. That was, that was a huge positive, Eckler coming through and – would you like to know that? A Monday Night Miracle, man. They, it's happened back-to-back, Monday Night Miracles. If you wait until Monday, it will come. For some of you. For some of you, it'll destroy you. Yeah. Um, but Eckler's number two running back on the season right now. Man, that's what I like to hear. Pancakes, I think that Eckler, reception-wise, is what's been killing me. Yeah, Just yeah. because he he has been absolutely destroying it. <laughs> From a reception standpoint, getting five targets, and before that, nine for nine, six for six, five, yeah. and then getting three. Obviously, it's going down, but he found pay dirt. So, yeah, it was just an absolute, um, I don't know. It was just a great showing for Meckler. So, yeah, I'm on board with that. I do also Stafford, number six, quarterback. He had a down week this week, but still, being in the top ten, that's somebody that you want to have. So, good uh, good, good on Tiz there. Good on I've you. got some frustrations. Yes. Just because I know Tiz got some frustrations. Sure. And obviously we'll get into this in the Travers. But, man, just frustrations with Chubb and Ridley. You got to be up. Like, it's just, and again, I know we know the trade, so it's like we're listening to it. But, I mean, when I look at the matchup, yes, you've got to be upset with I, with not one breakout performance from Ridley. Okay, so at least one 20-piece game from a star wide receiver who is getting the targets that he's getting. Again, 8, 10, 11, 13. So you just got to be concerned there. Uh, Chubb, he's getting the work, but just not finding pay dirt. So and there's getting, some frustration and some pent up 
impatience mm -hmm. on these guys. And again, we did the trade. I'm, I, it's not, I'm not blind to it, but if I am sitting in these matchups, yes, I am a little frustrated yeah. with these players. 100%. For sure. Lobster bisque. I mean, Chubb's getting 50% of the snaps. I understand. <laughs> I understand the frustration there where you, 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 you know, every time red zone flips around to the Browns game, uh, freaking Kareem Hunt's got the ball again. You know, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. You, you're looking out there at Kareem Hunt on the field, and you're saying, "Where's Chubb? We're on the goal line. We're in the red zone. Give Chubb the ball." Yeah. You know, and so Kareem's getting those carries, and you just, I'm sure it's frustrating. And yeah, uh, the other. So then, getting into the negatives as well. Yeah. Also, Ridley. It's like, will he turn it around? Now he's off the roster. So yeah. he's 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 shipped a lot of players off. A lot of things are switching around for Tiz. So we'll see how those play out. But yeah, Ridley was a concern. So I'll be interested to hear your thoughts later on Ridley's future when we get into the Wades. Yep, hundred percent. Let's talk about Griff. Tell me something you like. Well, I think we've both talked about this before. Mm -hmm. um, the Burrow move. Yeah, man. This is a this is a manager tip. So this, mm -hmm. I just feel like this is yeah good move. We talked about it. I don't know if we influenced him in any direction, but yes, mm -hmm. go on. Yeah. So you know you're sitting there with a burrow on a Thursday night, right? Um, you've got Lamar Jackson as your starter. Mm -hmm. Hard to put anybody in over Lamar. Lamar was dealing with an injury last week. It was a bit up in the air whether or not he was going to play, but everyone thought you know he probably will play because he's Lamar. Um, yep. Uh, but you're sitting there Thursday night, starting Burrow over Lamar, knowing that on Thursday night football, at any point Burrow could throw up uh, a absolute deuce on your team. And yeah. you're sitting there Thursday night with a Burrow that ended up getting 12 points or something. Thursday, man. Thursdays. Yeah. It's hard to get a successful player on Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. So he did it. He took the risk, paid off for sure, um, getting 29 points on the week, outscoring yeah. Stafford across the from the other side so yeah. that was a great play but it was not enough was not was enough. not enough now burrow great observation from a manager standpoint from a player standpoint only good thing that i could find is that Edmonds is number 12 rb in the season mm -hmm. he's doing a really good job and eating in that offense that is producing a lot of points so i guess i just would say that that is the the silver lining to this team and what i would kind of focus on moving forward as my backbone on this as chase husbands has been getting the work even though james connor has also been getting a lot of points it's really just touchdown dependent mm -hmm. uh he is getting a lot of yardage though and he is getting some workload so you've got to be care careful with that and especially if he's questionable but i don't know with that i just like chase Edmonds 12 rb on the season yeah, and then getting into some things that are concerns on griffin's roster yes please we have some concerns i mean there's yeah. um Mainly, Jeez. we what we talked about with Griff's team from the beginning is that he had depth, right? Uh, that's what we no, thought. That's, that's what, what we thought. thought. Right. But now we're seeing he's not got as much depth as we did think, and no. he also doesn't have anybody that's just breaking out as a star. Right. He's got the opportunity for a very talented player like Gibson to do that, um, and he's he's got Chase Claypool, who everybody thought could have a breakout season, but yes. none of them are really producing so it's it's a huge worry that he does not have the depth we thought and also does not have anybody that has been a matchup changing player yeah what i noted was injuries again you talked about depth so i don't know syrup but they're 
I just want to look at this team. Julio Jones going down. Definitely could be a yard monster Shoot. moving forward. But he's down. Claypool's down. And Gaskin. Gaskin. Dude, 0.5 points last game. Yes. No touches. He is trending downward fast. Barely playable next week, if you ask me. Alfredo. Yeah. So, I just would be concerned. A lot of concerns for the Griffin organization. And, daggone it, being 0-4, I mean, effing, like like you said, you better just start doing your freaking leg workouts. It's time to get into the suit. Right. Gosh. Get I just, Jay's work regimen out, workout regimen yes, in 100%. Your life. I mean, at this point, I don't, yeah, I mean, at this point, you're out of the playoffs. <clears throat> Potentially, I, I would just just write off like you're out of the playoffs, zero and four. Well, so we've seen it I'll, turn around, but I don't care even seeing it firsthand. Like I've seen miracles. You but saw like, me do it last season. You were zero and four. I believe I was points four, and my points four was low, but I was able to turn it around. So I'm not going to give up on hope for that. You you actually said in a podcast last year when I was down. You remember this from last yes, year? Yes, I remember you looking me in the eye and saying, "Go ahead and start preparing for the suit," and I end up making the playoffs. So, Griff, I'm here to tell you, you can do it. You can do it. You can make some moves. Some players can show up that you didn't expect. And let me see. How much fab budget does he have? He can make some waiver moves oh, if he's, he's got, got a that. big fab. He's got a big fab. He's usually got a big fab. That's something he's I know about. Got he's got $94. Griff, there's going to be some weeks where I'm glad that I had up. him out of the playoffs. There's going to be some when weeks where I look where back at you... my playoffs, he's out of them. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's too late. You already made the pick. Well, I'm just <laughs> making sure that was right. So, Griff, there's hope. There's hope because I did it last year. You can do it. It's not over. Everything that's happened to this point, we'll say it all year, can happen in reverse. Griffin, listen to me. It is over. Wow. Well, we'll see you in the suit. You will need some help from the fantasy gods, but not that one. Um, you'll want to get in touch with Susan. I think her name is Susan. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Fun. Fun times. Matchup. Those two, Tiz, Griffin. Okay. Next matchup, we're going to get into Yoas. Mine. Yes. Evan versus Patrick. I wanted to ask you on the front end. Yes, sir. Okay. I would like to answer it on the front end. You answer on the front end? <laughs> yeah. When called. With you and Evan's matchup, do you recall how many times you guys had played prior to this? Uh, No. Three. Three. This week made it four. And I was one and two. You were two and one. Oh, that's what. Okay. Yeah, we, we actually, talked about it last week. Yeah, we did. And I thought I was one and two, and then he told me I was two and one. Ah, that's yeah, right. That's right. That's so uh, Evan so does even up. Great. He evens us up. Two and two to even up the matchup between you two. Good on you, mate. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you, mate. You don't get your biscuits and your little taters and your biscuits and tea. Good on you, mate. Wow, Crocodile Dundee. Okay, let's talk about this matchup. Let's talk about Evan first. We'll end with you. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Tell me something positive. I mean, nothing more positive. What makes you feel good? Nothing makes me feel good about this. Um, but if I was Evan, I would feel really good about Debo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Debo neutralized the only advantage that I had last week in what we'll talk about on the good side of mine, which was the blow up of Patterson. People hey, Pat. neutralized it. Do you think that there's a correlation between your name being Patrick Perryman and his name being Patterson? Yes, because Patrick, we're not 
Yeah. Patrick Patterson played for the Cats, right. number 54. P-Pat. Um, I loved Patrick Patterson. Plays for OKC now. Exactly. Honestly, I don't know where he plays. I don't know. Who knows? Probably plays in Orlando. But yes, Cordell Patterson, Patrick Patterson. Anyways, talking about Evan's team. Debo Samuel just freaking went off, um, even though most of it was on this busted coverage play. I mean, that's just what's going to happen with players like Debo because um, they can make those huge plays, so you can't write them off. Two touchdowns, 156 yards, eight freaking receptions. It was totally destructive. And that's not the only good thing that happened on Evan's side, unfortunately. So why don't you tell me about some more good things that happened? Creme brulee is a sweet dish, and I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Evan has got to be a thing, and his team is looking sweet right now Man. with the number one kicker in okay. the league. Sure, yeah. Number one, barely knower, his namesake, mm-hmm. number one kicker in the league. Yes. Justin Tucker is carrying this team to a 4-0 start. Carrying the team, huh? Okay. You're already here first. Okay, great. I'm sticking to my guns on okay. that one. Wow. Sticking to my guns. Yeah. I mean, he did have a 10-point advantage over my kicker this week, but I, that wouldn't have mattered. And so, yeah, Tucker. I mean, that's the strongest take I've ever made, and I could not be more sound in that. Yeah, I mean, it is way off, but... um, Let me tell you something I'm concerned about. Tell me. Can I tell you something I'm concerned about? Yeah. Obviously, Montgomery goes down. Okay. My concern is Jones moving forward as his replacement Mm. and that RB spot. Obviously, he made a trade. We'll talk about that later. But Jones has got a rough sled of matchups moving forward. Cincinnati's front line ain't no joke. If Akeem, Chick, if Akeem Hicks with his groin injury stays out, they ain't no joke either. And The Bears, yeah. I don't know. Washington, we'll have to see. But I just don't think that Aaron Jones has got a smooth sailing, I guess, ride into, mm. uh, into his – well, he's got a bye week late. But <laughs> he'll definitely turn things around. But just for the foreseeable future – Bengals, Chicago, and it's weird for me to say Bengals, but I, I mean, after watching that mm-hmm. Thursday game, their front line was not bad. Yeah. And so those two, Chicago, if anything, our secondary gets beat a lot. It's not our front line. And then Washington, shoot, maybe by week seven, they'll actually be a good defense for me at least. Okay. But, so you think Evan could drop a few in the next few matchups? I think that, that if the losses come and it's going to be because Montgomery goes down and then it's Aaron Jones' replacement and it's putting up weeks where he's only got maybe nine to 11 points. Yeah. Okay. No Fair. breakout performances from Aaron Jones moving forward, in my opinion. Sure. And Aaron Jones is dealing with a bit of an ankle injury as well, which so is going to be sharing some time as well. So with all AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. You and me know. AJ Dillon. Yep. And so I really have no other negatives on Evan's side. Freaking bird in here. He's looking solid. There's a yeah, freaking bird in here. Eight and a half. We got birds. God's running through here like it's their guns. own home. There's people with guns out Gosh, here. Yeah, I mean, That's the dojo is a wild place. But yeah, Montgomery going down to injury. The right. big negative for sure. To get Patrick to lie. The big negative. Montgomery going down. 100%. That's it. That's all I had. Anything else you want to say to the 4-0 Evan Chocolate squad? Congratulations, Evan. You won. You made your guarantee. All right. You've made two guarantees in a row now. You're 2-0 on guarantees this season so far. Um, yeah. You've got a good team right now. you got a good team right now. Well, what a long season compliment. It's a, long, it's a long season. Long season. 17 weeks. I'd say 17 weeks. I don't know if the fantasy – I think that turns into 16 weeks for us maybe. Maybe. 
No, I think... 15? I think the NFL season is 18 weeks, right? That's what I was going to say. NFL yeah. is... So I thought our 17. championship would be week 17. Really? I feel very confident in that. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure they moved the NFL to 18 games this season. Okay, that's fine. Let's talk about your team real quick. Okay, what do you got to say to me? I wanted to ask you if there was any managerial tough decision you felt like you made. Absolutely. Either for the for the benefit or for the 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 detriment. Uh, both. Yes. So, benefit definitely was putting Patterson in over Singletary. I wanted to put Singletary in there for because just because his floor, he's been getting a, enough carries to be serviceable, and against the Texans, I figured he would get enough to get some yards, but. I wanted the upside of Patterson, who had been going off, so I was riding that hot hand, and mm. that definitely paid off. And if the rest of my team would have done anything, I would have at least kept it a little bit closer, even though Evan's team did go off this week. Okay, so. so my question to you on that, was there any chance you played Cordell Patterson at the wide receiver over Allen Robinson with the struggling Justin Fields and then find Singletary for the RB2? Not this week. Um, I wanted to see what a full-fledged Fields looked like with Allen Robinson and I was and against the Lions I could not fields are often green they mm -hmm. roll sometimes yeah those are hills actually I apologize sure fields are green mm -hmm. and they're grassy yeah exactly so last week <laughs> if you want to see one I'll show you a field sometimes okay sometime. thank you well it's yeah it's your quarterback it's fields it's his name it's your quarterback all right so this I, guy gone first. I could not put I could not put Patterson over Robinson last week, um, but I yeah. So I made the I made the Singletary plug, but I, yeah, I couldn't put him in over Robinson last week. I definitely can could going forward. Um, yeah. Robinson's going to show it to me going forward because I'm not playing him. So okay. Anything uh, you would like to say about my team, but in yeah. a positive light? Does Kamara still catch the ball? Uh, I, he would definitely catch it if they would just throw it to him. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah if they threw it to him, he would catch it. Cool. And they would probably win the football game, um, yeah. but they lost. That's not what we're trying to do in the NFL. Winning a football game, that's a little overrated. Obviously. Kittle? Tell me your frustration level with Kittle and with Hopkins, and then I'll just end there. Wide receiver 24 for Hopkins. You've got to be asking yourself, with all the points that Arizona's been putting up, where are his blow-up games? Frustration level uh, ranging from one to um, six. Six being atomic. Mm -hmm. I'm about to explode. I'm so upset. One being I'm in paradise. With Hopkins? Yes. I'm at three because he dealt with a little bit of an injury. Um, and he had, I mean, he was going to, I mean, Ramsey was out there matched up on him last week with the Rams. And he still got seven targets. So oh. I'm not really as worried about Hopkins. Do you think he's a good wide receiver in the NFL football league? I think he is an elite wide receiver in the NFL. Okay. Um, but Do you think the Kittle is a top tight end in the National Football League? I do. But I'm worried about his usage. Sure. But he's getting targets. Um, the, the worry now is the quarterback situation. Yeah, there's a little bit of worry there, isn't there? There is. Yeah, because it's looking like... Garoppolo's banged up and Trey Jimmy Lance G, handsome there. man. So we just don't know what that's going to look like. I, but I mean, Kittle is Kittle, and he will break off some big plays this year, and he will have some blow up weeks. Kittle is Kittle. He hasn't had a touchdown yet this year. Crazy. Positive regression coming his way. Man, he runs so hard. But with his, I'm a I'm a four. I'm worried about him a little bit more. 
Interesting. News to the league. Maybe a buy a buy a buy low. Now Robinson guys. six. Atomic. 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 He's sitting on my bench. What did he finish last year? Do you remember what Allen Robinson finished last year? Yeah, he finished um, 66. <laughs> 60. No. I don't know how quickly no, you can pull that no, kind of information up. Let me see. Uh, history. 2020, he finished in PPR 9. Okay. And right now he is, uh, what is he? on the year this year he's 60 which is what i just said oh, yeah man. he's wide receiver 60 oh boy being one and three you'll figure out a way to be relevant <laughs> i will absolutely Did I have you in the playoffs or that um oh and then so sorry you asked the question I didn't have you in the playoffs you asked the question of my management decisions one that bit me um not that it would have mattered but yeah. putting Cousins in over Tannehill, Cousin had been going off the first off. few weeks. And the first drive of last week's game yeah, looked amazing. Went down yeah. there, threw it to Je- Jefferson, looked great. Then the rest of the game just completely got shut down. So you're telling so. me at the beginning he was all like. And then at the end of the game he was all like. And Tannehill was the exact opposite. Because he started the game all like. And then he ended the game not really like not really a fool this. He's more of a, a guy. It's a golf player. Because uh, for fantasy wise he did not like that. Out. Yeah, whenever they lost in overtime to the Jets, that that was what the crowd was doing. No, that works. That's what the crowd was doing when they lost to the Jets, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's it. Fun times. Yeah. Handed Evan his fourth win. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I hate that. I did that to the league. Somebody's got to knock him off. All right, let's get into our next matchup. A guy named Benjamin Pompelli versus a guy named Isaac Meisner. Yeah. In our matchups before, we were two and one. Three matchups. I was ahead of Isaac by two victories. Uh, with this W, I go three and one against Isaac. So, yeah. got his number. Got his number right now. You picked yourself. I picked Isaac. You won. Thank you. You get another point on the board, which means, do you, did you know this? You have a clean sweep. <gasps> you went six for six this week. No. Yes. A clean sweep? A clean sweep. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, six for six. Frick yeah, So you man. picked up two points on me. I went four for six. A clean sweep. It does feel good. Good for you. You've done it before. Not this season. Not this season. I've had five of six, but I've not gotten a clean sweep this year. I did last year for sure. It's going to take a lot of clean sweeps. So I've got 17 points on the season. You have 16 points. So we're separated by one. Let's go. One more for the eight. They're happy for me. They are sad for you. Your matchup. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yeah, my biggest uh, managerial matchup that I can give everybody insight to was it was hard finding the Corey Davis start, but uh, which maybe doesn't, I mean, a 1.8 and a 6.6 game. It was hard for me finding the start against Tennessee, but it was that Jamal Williams or Connor. Mm -hmm. I picked the... Uh, could have been better with James Conner. I had a hard time finding that start as well. Yeah. But finding that start for me was tough, but it worked out. You could have started him over Mike Williams. Yes. Yes. Great. I mean, honestly. <laughs> honestly, though, what a plug that would have been. So, like, I just think he's – and we all knew he was due for a dud game. Sure. No wide receiver just consistently just goes boom, 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 boom. Even – well, I mean, cup. That's not considered a, a dud game, but – 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. Yeah. It wasn't what so, you expect. But, but man, that would have been a managerial play that wouldn't have mattered. But. Yeah, everybody would have made fun of you up until the moment that he went off. That's that stuff that I want to see, though. Ooh. Yeah. That's, I, I can never do it. Like, like, all right, just, just vision for me a second, and we're going to finish this up. But Ridley goes off for his first 20-point game. Mm-hmm. Ridley goes off for 17 points, something mm-hmm. like that. All the targets are there. Yep. And then just the next matchup against somebody, you're just like, ah, I think he's going to lay an egg. Corey Davis. Or no, you're not Corey Davis anymore. Cephas. No, you dropped him too. <laughs> no, I got Cephas. I still got him. I thought oh, you dropped no, him. You right. dropped him. Yep. Yeah. AJ Green. <laughs> AJ Green. Honestly, yeah. he's been doing all right. All right. Tell me some things that I, I start with the winning team here. So give me some pause. Give me give me something good. You got that Zeke turning it up. He's Number got six, boy. Two weeks in a row uh, where he has. He's a sloppy sausage. He has looked great. Um, so that's good for you. Uh, actually, three weeks in a row, honestly. He, after that week one, um, he's really just he's gotten the work. He's not getting a lot of targets, but it hasn't mattered because he's put up yardage and touchdowns. So that's, Sirloin. It's great for you. Yep, sirloin. Yep. Prime rib. Filet mignon. Yeah, that good, mate. Mm-hmm. Biscuits. Biscuits, for sure. <laughs> uh, I like Davis getting his first 100-yard on the season. Not yeah. enough to keep him, I guess. But I like them getting a hundred yards for the season. So oh, I was four catches. Yeah, they were deep though. Man, Drew was really mm-hmm. flinging that puppy. God, he Zoop. was just wow. Zoop. Throwing it. Zoop. Yep. I've got some concerns. Yeah, me too. I don't think Kelsey is a concern. I understand that he had a dud game. Again, mm-hmm. that happens in fantasy. Newsflash, people. I'm not concerned about that. Yeah, pumpkins. Do you think it's just a rare off week for him? Yes. It's 100% what it was. I mean, Tyreek Hill was freaking tearing up the whole entire freaking field. Lit it on fire. Sure. Went rage monster on everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I've got problems, but, I mean, when I had – I've got a, a, a new roster now, so when I look through this, choices were just tough for me week to week. You got James Conner. You've got Jamal Williams and these people who are just producing. That was the hardest part for me, so choices for me was tough. Obviously, I've got a lot of holes to fill, though, for sure. Yeah, your RB2 spot was what was weak for me, and it seems that you have alleviated that issue. We'll get to the Travers. Yep. So. Talk about Isaac's team. Isaac's team, man. Let me tell you what's going on in there. Okay. Guess what? Tell me. The Bills are a good National Football League team. National Football League team, yeah. And he has freaking four of them. Four Bills, man. Yeah, it was freaking devastating. Every single time the Bills would get into the red zone, his whole entire right side would freaking yeah. highlight red, and I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. I was like, oh, this is terrible. So, so Allen, Knox, uh, Bass is the kicker, so just playing and clean up. Whenever they get into the red zone, it's just like, oh, frick, points. So uh, yeah, it, was, that is, it was tough, honestly, watching that happen. But, and they all really put up, I mean, Manny Sanders, 10 points. Yeah. But they all produced. It was 16, 10, Knox, 18, and then, yeah, Josh Allen, 26. So, yeah, it was um, it was not fun. So, I, I'm glad that I won, but definitely watching that gave me about an, it gave me a heart attack. gave me an aneurysm. Yeah, I mean, collared greens. It was like, yeah, the, the Dawson-Knox stream right. Right. was really, that was impressive. Oh, it yeah. It was impressive to find that this week and pick him up and then throw him in there and then for him to have a two-touchdown game. Um I think that was great. So I think that was Man, his big the, move. He had Schultz too. Yeah, he had Schultz too. I mean, so he would have been fine either way. Right. But 
Um, yeah, Dawson Knox, that was a great plug. Um, it's hard to find a good streaming tight end, and he did it good on him. And he did it. And Tell he me did something that. you don't like. What I don't like. Uh-oh. Number two, kicker on the season, by the way, Bass. Great outing Bass. for him. Yeah. Go I ahead. Mean, what you don't like? Dalvin. It was not himself this week. He's still dealing with a little bit of an injury. Um, you would have thought, well, I mean, it's Cleveland, so, I mean, it's a tough team to run against. But, but yeah, just was not putting up Dalvin numbers. So you got to worry about if they're playing him through injury and this ankle continues to flare up, and then it's the question mark of, well, I've got Madison, but they won't just commit to sitting Dalvin for a few weeks and letting him get healthy. Um, yeah, that, that's, that was one concern. Only Broccoli cheddar. Literally think that that is the deal splitting back. It sucks from an offense, like from an NFL perspective, that's obviously the best play. You get to have both of these guys. Yeah. You share a little bit of the workload. Madison doesn't have to take it all on by himself. From a fantasy perspective, you are screwed. Uh-huh. Absolutely screwed. Okay. That also with the fact that Josh Allen, number eight quarterback on the season, he was drafted top three. It was going to be Kyler Mahomes okay. and Allen. That's sure. definitely, I mean, those are the top three. Sure. So I just, I don't know. I'm not, just, I mean, just worth notating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, I guess it does sound bad because, you know, I'm against Alan. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he's great. No, I think it's that like he's definitely. Any straw I know. Jeez. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Honestly, that's all I had to say. <laughs> just something I thought was interesting. Now it sounds terrible. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, he had, he said 23 points, 22 points, 48 points, 26 points. He's not been hurting his team. That's all I'm saying. Heaven Allen out there has not been hurting him week to week. I got a problem with it. I don't know why. I don't think he's the – I don't – whatever. Other issue is his wide receiver core. Wide receiver core. This week they put up his – Go, go, Power Rangers. His two starting wide receivers put up 10 points out of yeah. Thielen and Jones. That's More than a feeling. Right. More than a feeling. Because he's got A.J. Brown. Get after it, boy. Get after it, boy. Go We're get it. Feel it. Yeah, go get it. All right, so A.J. Brown going out with the injury. Yeah, it's obviously going to hurt him, but then his starting wide receiver core, you just you got to get more than 10 points out of your starters. Um, so that's the other concern that he's dealing with at this moment. I mean, well, cool. That concludes our matchup. Anything else you want to add? No. 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 What does the conch shell, the conch shell say in SpongeBob? Mm-hmm. He says, I don't remember. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it, but I, I didn't. Thought, I thought I could just like come up with it too. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, conch, magic conch shell. Are we supposed to eat anything? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's is it like, just no? No. Just say, no. It, yeah, I think it is. Wait. No. Or should we go do this? No. Oh, You're right. Something like that. You're right. All right. Let's wrap up the review. Glad we got to talk about every team in the matchups. Gave you guys a little bit of big data. Gave you a little bit of big data up in there. And uh, and touched on some notable notable points on each player. So if you're listening to this, hopefully that'll help you on your on your weekly streams and on your matchups as we go into the future. Absolutely. Loaded. That's what we got for you. We're going to take a quick break. Come back to you. Cool. What up, everybody? We got a new segment for you. Pretty excited. So, we're going to jump right into it. This is going to be the 
Trumpets with God segment. So let's get right into it. So what's going to happen is Patrick is going to sit down with a fantasy god of his choice so that he can have a conversation about some of the happenings in the league. Sure. So you mind to step out for a minute? Then? Yeah, I will step out. Uh, just... You just talk to whoever you need to talk to. Or, yeah. Okay. So you have whatever you need to get in touch with them, right? I think so. I think I just literally say their name and they, they just show up in the dojo. Okay, I'll get out of here. So, I'm going to go get something to drink. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the first uh, god I would like to just get in touch with, um, you either lover or you hater, I think, according to recent polls. Uh, I'd like to get Susan in here. Oh, she, I didn't have to... S- and to say your name. You it's knew. me. I'm so excited to be back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I just, um, thanks for coming in once again. Um, yeah. I think your interview last week was very helpful to the league, just seeing how you operate and what really gets you going. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that was helpful. Rip the beat <laughs> Yeah, that's great. All right. Pleasant trees followed up by... Juices. Yeah, it's my dream. Yeah, yeah, and we love that. You wanted to talk to me about something? Yeah, so what were you up to this weekend? Let me tell you, I had a great week. It was amazing. It was filled with some of the most handsome men you'd ever seen in your whole life. Can I just say pleasantries galore? Mm. Okay. Talk to a guy. I know him. Me and him are close friends. We honestly don't. We're. He's such a frequent flyer with me. That honestly, we're just best friends. Mm. His name's Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. And he had a very good outing, and I, you know, you're welcome, oh. everybody. But what I love to see, he connects with one of our good buddies, Tyreek. Oh. When Tyreek comes over, we just have a heyday. We make some buffalo chicken dip. It's just, it's just a ball. You would love to be there. Wow. So you all hang out together. You. Pat and Tyreek. Yes. Oh, yeah, great. Patrick and Tyreek. Wow, that's yeah. For the Kansas City Chiefs. Love it, love them. There's also they brought over a stranger and his name was Cordell. And mm. I'm still warming up to Cordero. Mm-hmm. But he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, do you think this could be a long term relationship? No, but I he, had, he he brought an interesting dynamic to our trio, so sure. That's fine. Yeah, well, it looked like he was really having a good time this weekend. So yeah, no, he had a great time. It's just, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if it works out. He was a surprise guest. That's sure. what I'll say. He was a surprise guest. Yeah. Okay. We were happy to have him. Sure. Yeah. Was was he a part of the party with Pat and Tyreek all at the same time, or was yeah? He kind of... And again, this this just yeah. He he came over. They invited him over. And we all just kind of hung out. We didn't really do much. It wasn't like a perfect date situation. This was just... Play a little twister? Really just, yeah, a little twister. Just want to honestly load my face with nachos. Yeah. I love when I just load my face full of nachos. Cheesy yeah. nachos. And I just like that. So it was fun. Awesome. Did you see anybody else this weekend? Or was that basically... Nope, that was it. That was the extent of it? Yep. Okay. Great. Well, thanks for, thanks for dropping by. I do yeah. also want to jump in and, and talk to another friend of yours. I think you know him. Who, who do you need? I'll go and get him. You go grab, go over to Caterham, grab Ed, get him back here. Takes a few minutes, I think. Did you, wait, did you need to talk to me, Patrick? Yeah, hey, Ed. Um, 
reluctantly yeah. uh, in talking to you now. What What is it that you, you needed? I was just going to see, you know, we always like to get an update around the league yeah, yeah. about some things that you guys are up to up there in Catter, and we don't know what yeah, you're doing. We're, we're busy. We are busy a lot. Yeah. So what did you – did you do anything this weekend? Like highlights, lowlights, anything you want yeah, to Yeah, no, do? I still got David Montgomery. Oh, David Montgomery. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, no, he messed up his knee. Yeah, so he's, he's – going to be out for a couple weeks. He's out for a while, right? Okay. Yeah, honestly, we're hanging out. He wanted to play some 2K. He beat me real bad. And then after that, I was like, you're done. Mm. So it took him out for a couple weeks. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, eye for an eye. It's your prerogative. In my opinion. I Tit for tat, honestly. You beat me in 2K like that. Yeah. I'm going to rage quit. And I'm going to take two to three weeks. That's fair. I mean, rethink it before you pick up your sticks against Ed. Yeah, I was gonna go ahead and head out. Is that cool? Yeah, get out of here and bring bring um, Jorge back with you if uh, if if he's out there. Hello. Yeah, Jorge. Is that you? Hello. Hello. Yeah, your voice is changing a little bit, Jorge. Hello. Can you hear me? Is this yeah. thing on? Yeah, it's on. Hey, buddy. Uh, I have a bad connection. It's fine. You know, I, I think you're zooming in. Patrick. Uh, yep. Yep. Are you there? I got you. Yep. Verizon. I can hear you now. Okay, great. Um, just give me a quick update. What did you do this weekend? Uh, I talked to Ed. I talked to Susan. I'd just like to hear. What do you got? What do you got going on? Yes, they have been busy. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Tell me. I was a little busy. I'll be honest. I'm not going to hide it from you, Patrick. It's fine. I mean, you're, you're a nice gentleman. Yeah. I don't know why I would hide anything from you. Yeah, I think we can be totally transparent with each other. Jorge. So if I'm being transparent and honest with you. Yeah. What I would like to say... Say it. ...is that James Conner had a good game. Yeah. He had a very good game. Did he find the starting lineup, or...? No, he did not. That's he right. He would not be talking to me... Because if he had found a starting lineup. Because you... Because I'm the bench guy. Yeah, yeah. Let me just tell you, there was a couple of good bench players. Trey Lance. Ed had something to do with a guy named Jimmy G. Heard of him. And Trey had himself a good outing. Okay. Somebody was not able to play him. And so was... James Carr. But, outside of that, those are the only two guys I talk to if I'm being completely transparent and honest with you. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, you're very direct to a point. Can I go now? Matter of fact, and... May I be excused from the table? Yeah, thanks for your time. Can you hear me? I hear you great. Patrick, can you hear me? I'm trying to log off. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead and hit that I can hear red you button. Now. I can hear you now. Hit the red button. Can I be excused from the table? Bye. Did you talk to everybody you needed to talk to? I think I did, but am I seeing? What is? What do you have in your arms? Is that? A... I. You didn't catch it the last couple of weeks, but I was showing. Oh. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. And fantasy guys, we we do have babies. You got a baby? Oh yeah. That's a weird-looking baby. I gotta be honest; it doesn't look like what I would expect a baby to look like. Yeah, his name is Jamichael. Jamichael. Yeah. That's a beautiful and name. He's a sweet, sweet boy. And would you would you like to say hi to him? Yeah, hi, Jamichael. Is it okay if I call you Jamichael Babyson? Yeah. Oh, you do. Wow, he's, he talks. We talk early. Wow. All right. What's what? Early and often. We never shut up. 
So I'm pretty good Jorge's age, and then yeah, just never talks. Right. Yeah. He he seems to be like having shackled. Hmm. Hot things are hot. So Jamichael Babyson. Um. So your mom Susan. Yes. That's awesome. Can you? You have a dad, or how's it? It's Ed. Oh, Ed. Yes, Ed and Susan created me, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. I've got a great dad, and I've got a great mom. Uh, he patrols the injuries. She makes sure the blowouts happen, and what I'm here for is underachievement. Underachievement. Yeah, you're gonna have a good section uh, or a good segment where there's gonna be a lot of hefty, hefty, hefty. Uh huh. And then what? And there'll be a bunch of wimpy, wimpy, wimpy things, and that's what I'm going to highlight. Okay. Well. Um, For example. I'm very excited about that. When I really look at a couple things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me an example so I can really understand what you mean by that. Tell me a cook. His Come name on. is Alex Cook in your league. Uh-huh, yes. Prime example. He was projected to score 131 points, and he only scored 97. Wow. Yeah. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So did you did you cause that to happen, or are you just aware of it and you're reporting that? Like, what is your role, Jamichael Babyson? My role is to make sure that people don't meet expectations. Oh, okay. Wow. You can count on me to do that, buddy. Wink. That makes sense. You know, you've got you've got uh, Susan, who that's my mother. Yes. Yeah, Susan, your mom. I'm sorry, I don't mean to call her by her proper name. Uh, your mommy, um, Jamichael Babyson's mommy. Uh, so your mom, yeah, she really she hangs out with the guys that need to go off and go crazy, and then your dad's really. Bringing she has a lot people, of friends. Yeah, and your dad's bringing people down a little bit, getting them hurt, bringing humbling them. You and might say. He seems say. to be upset a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the, the mixture of that is just a, it's just a wimpy little baby Jamichael Babyson. Yeah. So all that makes sense to me. Ed is my uncle. Ed is... No, I'm so sorry. Jorge oh. is my uncle. So is Jorge Ed's brother or Susan's brother? Ed's brother. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, I got the bloodlines all figured out. Well, I, it was nice meeting you. What's your name? Is it, is it, what is it, is it, is it, is it? Peace Weezy. Is it Pat? Peace Weezy, yeah. I can't call you Pat. Sure, yeah, I love that, Joe Yeah, I love nothing more than people calling Pat. Thanks, Pat, I appreciate that. Yep. All right, thanks for stopping by. I can make a quick rhyme just like that. Pat that. Wow, this is front row seats to... It's only been a week old, but I've got wrapped down Pat, buddy. All right, well... Go ahead and work up some some new rhymes for next time. I'm gonna time. go ahead and head out. Have a great day. All right, peace. What's going on, buddy? Uh, is it, Michael. What's going on, buddy? See you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, you missed a lot. I, I should have let you set in on that, but you'll you'll catch it on the pod. Yeah, no, I mean it's a professional thing. I needed to take a break, anyways. I yeah. was um I just needed to I needed to clear my mind, get out a little bit, get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Susan, as we approach the twelve hour, the the midnight forty seven. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, what's next? All right, let's hold on. <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's hop into the next segment here. Yeah, what is it going to be? Travers. Angry, angry, angry Travers. Travers. All right, let's get into it, fella. Here's what I'm seeing on the transaction list. Let's hit the Travers first. 
We have got. Yeah, I picked up Mooney. I was happy about it. Yeah, Mooney for a dollar. I'll bet it Evan by one. Yeah, take that Evan. And Fields is a starting quarterback, so that's good for Mooney. Apparently, I don't know why. I just whatever. Well, I mean, I listen to too many Bears podcasts to see him on the waivers and not go. So we'll right. see. Yep. Then we roll up here. See a little Jamison Crowder for three. Nobody else interested. I thought about doing that instead of Mooney. Yeah. Or instead of AJ Green, but yeah, I decided not to. Yeah. Nine targets. Yep. Probably good. We'll see. AJ Green, three dollars. Dropping the Cephas. Honestly, it's very scary. I don't like him being on my roster. Uh, I feel like he's just. I don't know. I feel like he's definitely set to disappoint me soon. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Let's sure. talk about it. Let's get into it. The big Let's one. talk about Trey first, baby. Let's talk about you and baby. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that can baby. Trey first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk to me. Yeah. $62. You found the bid for 62 Dropped 62 ducat on it. For the record. Yes. Evan was the one who lost Montgomery. Thank yeah. you to Ed. Mm-hmm. Previously mentioned. Montgomery's going to be out for three to four weeks. Four to five is what. Four to five. Said, okay. Yeah. So uh, on the upper end. Damian Williams being the replacement, and from Bears podcasts, all that I've heard, Damian Williams was great in the preseason. He was great, and just the off season, they very, very high on Damian Williams. Think that he's honestly in this position going to do extremely well. So tell me how you you found the sixty-two ducat on this boy. Mm-hmm. So seeing that Shacklett did put thirty-three dollars, he wasn't all in on getting. Did we ever have find out why he was not? No, he was going to put in six. He had sixty one in. Okay. And then he made the trade. Okay, and so let's. Well, I guess we'll get to the that trade yeah. in a little bit, but yeah. So he was in at sixty one, is what he said. Yeah. Um, because of losing Montgomery, he made a trade for a running back that would fill that spot, so he didn't have that need as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So he moved it down. Still thirty thirty three on it. Almost got it over Lucas. That that would have been a close one, but Lucas locking it down at thirty nine would have got it. Yeah. And then you sat on top of them with both sixty-two ducats. So let's do some deductive reasoning. How'd you get there? What was the? What was, why was why sixty-two the magic number? I'm curious. Sixty-two was the number for me because I was looking at previous waivers that hit this right. year, right. and sixty-one was the number for Elijah Mitchell. For Elijah Mitchell, I know it well. Who was going to be potentially a season long, right? So yeah, a lot of more upside than Damian Williams. What did we see with Shepard? Forty-six. Yeah, something like forty-six, yep. which is a week or two at best for him and I'm just looking at my roster and I'm seeing my weakness at RB2 and I need wins now 100% so if I can buy a win or a couple and this guy gets I mean I know Damian Williams he's going to get targets right and he's going to get the floor of having a certain amount of carries like I think he's obviously going to be the guy whether it's high value high ceiling maybe not but he is going to be a very solid RB2, I believe, in the absence of Montgomery. And I just said, how much would I spend and be okay with getting him? (laughs) And I said, I'll put a dollar more than the the largest waiver this season because I feel like Evan's going to be slinging. I thought Evan, you know, if he didn't make that trade, I thought he could go upwards. I mean, he's over $100 on his waiver. So I I thought, or his fab. So I thought he could sling up to seven. Did the trade make you think that he wasn't going to go in, or do you think he was still going to go grab him? And that's the thing is I didn't have time because I was at work whenever he made that trade and stuff. Like I didn't have time. That's why it's so important that honestly all of us just quit our occupation so we can focus on fantasy full time. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I guess so. I I think he made the trade last night. It was in the middle of the night. 
I woke up to it this morning. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. So I, I did not adjust from there. Um, I just left it because I, yeah, I wasn't sure what Evan was going to do, but I didn't really have time to look into it. But I, I was fine if I got him to 62. That's for sure. Yeah. I so get it. If I can get a couple wins out of this and have a solid RB2, then yeah. it'll be worth it for me. My position on the group me was to come out and attack you. That's not mm-hmm. actually what I'm going to do. And I honestly don't care that much. I wasn't interested just because I, did, I wasn't going to see myself spending upwards of what people rightfully should spend on him. Mm-hmm. $62, I get your reasoning. Mm-hmm. You being one in three is the most reason of all. Go ahead and secure, again, a solid, honestly, I mean, mid to high-end RB2 mm-hmm. for the next three to four weeks for sure. Yeah. So, and I, I did know. hear, I listened to the ballers today, sure. and apparently in their league, he went for 92. No way. Yeah. This is See, crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. I don't, again, they talk about buying wins a lot, so it's mm-hmm. fine. I get it. But I, yeah. that to me is a stretch. Yeah. 62 sure. is I, I, it's still a stretch, but. And 92 wasn't even by the, the owner that lost Montgomery. See, that's what I was going to say. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so. But it's just, RB is so light this year. Like, that's it's just what, not a lot of depth. Yep. So. You gotta get him when you can. So, so that's it. That's uh, the thought that, process on that. That is the that is the Traver. Uh, yeah, again, I, what I'll say, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna tear you up. Again, what I've seen from our waivers, anything is possible. So finding a reasoning for 62 is completely justifiable from what the league has shown us. They will spend on a RB2. Yeah, and I will say, I was like, man, Luke, Luke at 39, I could have saved so much fab there. It was an overspend. But then obviously Evan coming out. Releasing me a little bit mm-hmm. from my... Uh, you love to see that breaking news. I like to see that. So I appreciate Evan coming out with that news. Yeah, man. Because uh, it did make me feel better about the fab. And if I ever am in that situation and Evan bids like that, I will do the same for him. <laughs> so Just to let him know. Yeah, just yeah, show just your hand. You, that's when you flip yep. over. Exactly. That's when you flip over your hand and show them that you did have the straight flush. Yeah, exactly. That was a great fold. So then we got a Wade. That, that, that's wait. the one that we just referenced yep. early this morning in the wee hours. Uh, it was. Hours. It was DeAndre Swift plus eight fab. While um, everyone was for Joe hovering, Wilson. while the spirit was hovering over the water. Yes, of course. In right. the middle of the dawn. Yep, yep, yep. The mist. The misty center. The trade was made. Yes. The trade was made. The trade was made. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> what do you think about that trade, man? Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I like the Swift side, um, and I, I only want that. your honesty. Hmm? Only want your honesty. Okay, great. I like the Swift side. What's I your would, honest opinion? I would probably have taken Swift straight up for Mixon, um, and I'm not sure. It's hard to say that whenever you have Mixon on your team, but I and it's I'm probably a little soiled on having Mixon. Soiled it. Having him on my soiled team last it. year. Soiled it. He absolutely soiled it for yeah. me last year, and I hated having him so on the team. So a little bit of fantasy emotional, or like, yeah, exactly. I, I get that. And I just see Swift. Like, obviously, he does not have the carry, uh, the carries, but he has the targets. And so, I mean, I get it. I understand why. Um, Mixon ankle injury. There's a little bit of something there. Exactly. Yeah. Swift has had some lingering stuff. I mean, he's had some groin. He's had some other, sure, some other touches, but. Swift is looking good in that passing game. Swift so. is looking good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the side I would land on that. Do you agree? Do you so, agree you like Evan Askett and D Swift. You're just with that. I'm with that, yeah. um, even minus the fab. So, taking the fab as a cherry on top is, I think, great. I think what you get here, 
is you get you lower your ceiling a little bit, but your floor goes up. And for a team that's four and zero, that's what you have to do. Sure. Solidify a little bit more of that floor so that you're not having bust weeks. Yeah. So I think that's a good move. Yep. And for Cook, honestly, it's a good move too. Again, I, I I'll call it a win-win. Yes, they have been yeah. straight up. I don't mind the Fab being involved. Um. <clears throat> so. And if I wasn't was. down on Mixon just from having him, I might feel differently because he does get volume. I mean, he is he's getting volume. Well, if he gets the touches, he he will produce. True. So. Gets the volume, he will produce. All right, let's talk about the home run. The home run. Yeah. Is that what you're gonna you're gonna label it? It's the big ditty. It's just the one that we need to talk about. It's yeah. the it's the bigger the bigger guy. Yeah. So we've got on the Benny P. This would be side, considered a blockbuster, I guess. It uh, definitely was. Uh, we got Ridley. Have we had any blockbusters this season yet? I don't remember. I feel like there was a bigger trade. But man, my memory is whatever. Sort of short. Yeah. We're it's also. I think this is. It's almost one o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Ridley, Chubb, and Sermon on your side for Michael Thomas, Corey Davis, Mike Williams, James Conner, Jamal Williams. Quite a large um, set of players there. As the more I've looked at it, when I initially saw it, I typically lean on the side of if I, whoever's getting the who I think is the best player in the deal is where I'm initially going to land. And I think Chubb is great, even though he does split carries. Every time I watch him run, it feels like he's, he's ripping off a 10, 11 yard run. Every time he touches the ball, it feels like Um, he's just a great running back. And then Ridley, I think under realized potential that may never hit for the Falcons this year. I don't know, but um, I think he's only got upside um, from here. That could potentially mm-hmm. be unlocked. Um, so I, I landed with that side. The more I look at it, I think that it makes a lot of sense for Tiz. To, he's got a lot of spots here. I mean, Mike Williams has been great. So we know his upside. Corey Davis is getting targets. And Michael Thomas, when he comes back, right, could be was a the hardest piece. game changer. I didn't want to let go of Michael Thomas. But, again, just trying to when Michael Thomas was added to the trade, I really thought like, ah, oh, this isn't going to happen. We're going to be too far off. I had to get away from it. Just talk to myself into maybe the saints not being able to do it. But I honestly just bit that and was like, it's just going to, I think he's going to be great, honestly. And I do think that again, for the record, I think the trade is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think that they genuinely are a lot closer than they think, mm-hmm. except yeah. for the Cooper cup trade, because he was right. wide receiver one. Um, that was with Evan S. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Damian Williams or Damian Harris and yeah, just mm-hmm. an absolute garbage trade for Evan. But with that, other than that, most of them are pretty fair and kind of shake out evenly. I don't know. I, I am worried about Ridley just because I'm worried about Matt Ryan. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, again, I, yeah, I was, I was hesitant. Maybe some people are just like, no, you have to do that. That's obvious. But for me, it was not hard for me to send it. Just like it was not easy for Tiz to accept it. So right. he said that he needed some RB depth. If Connor is going to continue to produce like this, he's going to be a high end flex option for him, which everybody might smirk or laugh at that or whatever you need to do. But I'm just saying he's put back up 20. He's not going to be all giving all the touchdowns that he's getting, mm-hmm. but still finding a flex play. He needs some RB depth. I get it. Jamal Williams, you can plug into your RB two and get away with it more than you can an AG Dylan, in my yeah. opinion. Yep. So Corey Davis, Michael Williams. Yeah. And if Michael Thompson, Thomas pans out. So yeah, there it is. Yeah, just, you know, 
And you look back at your team and you like your starting lineup now, right? You've got Zeke. You Definitely got, got a lot more top-heavy players yep. now versus mm-hmm. some of the decisions I was having to make on yep. the bench on whether or not to stream. Like, again, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yep, it happened. And, again, yeah, I, I'm being sincere when I, like, it's not just not about beating up on Tiz or anything like that. There, It's just a matter of, again, it wasn't easy for me to send it. Right. I'm excited to trade with anybody. My blood will get pumping no matter what. But yeah, and I have I've gone more to the equal side um, from where I thought it was. So trying to help the league maybe see a more fair trade in this, even though yeah. voting was obviously demonstrative in my favor. Which again, I told Lucas whenever we were texting about it right before I came over and hung out with you for lunch, was that I never I've never been in this position. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning a trade <laughs> is not something that I specialize in. Mm-hmm. or typically speaking everybody is one-sided and then it usually lucks into my favor or somehow i find a piece that wins in this situation for it to be a landslide victory from the general public that i won the trade is not something i'm comfortable with and i'm expecting bad news right around the corner yeah exactly. so yep. that's what i gotta say about it all right that covers that end of the travers all right man we ready for the next segment let's hop right into yeah we get in there what's it gonna be the mailbag. I like it. The mailbag. Mail time. Yep. Mail time. Okay, so getting to the mailbag. We're going to be doing something you guys might consider rapid fire. Just going to be shooting it with you. So shooting from the hip here. Reading the message to you, and I'm going to get your reaction live, and maybe we'll make some more comments. Maybe it'll be enough just for you to comment and, and it'll be enough. address the people. All right. Blah, 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 blah. You ready? Ready. Are you guys ready? Sweet. Sweet. Scotty Tuhati, calling air, long-time listener, first-time caller to the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network Division. Scotty I was just curious. To, what'd you say? Scotty Tuhati. Yep. All right, cool. Was just curious to know who is your projected pick for this year's fantasy MVP. Fantasy MVP. I honestly don't even know how to wrap my brain around that. Is, um, I guess that we know that usually happens. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would say that typically speaking, it is the guy on the fantasy winning team, like the fantasy or whoever wins the league. There's a notable player. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know what mine is. Okay. What is it? It's cup. Cooper Cup. Yeah, you for me. He'll sustain it. Just because, I don't know, I just think from a league's perspective, he wasn't supposed to be this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the other alternative would maybe be Derrick Henry. Number one RB, projected to be that way, sustaining that is a top thing. But I don't, I don't know, I'm going with Cup, just because I think it's a little bit more, the odds were a little bit more stretched for him to be that MVP. And for him to come out and be the number one guy for the Rams offense that is humming, I just think that is... I got, I got that. Yeah, so you think Kev's going to take it down this year? I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. Having potentially both either or the MVPs on his team. Yeah. Honestly. And the other one that pops to my mind yeah, was going to be James Robinson, and he's on Kev's team too. <laughs> James and Robinson jumps in your mind? He does, yeah, because I think the way that he was drafted was a lot lower um, ah. even this year. So I think for the value – He's going to be super solid, and he's even like people were down on him even with ETN, and then ETN went out, and even after that, people weren't sure, you know. So I don't remember what he was drafted for in the draft, but I know it wasn't as high as he's playing right now. 
At least I don't think so. So that was the other thought I had just because he looks so good. Um, And I think that Jaguars team is actually starting to play a little bit better. Yeah. So that was the other one that came to my mind Um, just because when I think about MVP, it's somebody who you did not expect to do what they're doing now, and they fill a gap on your team that um, otherwise would have just been a mediocre mid-tier player. Love it. Honestly, great question from Scotty Tuhati, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Love that. Let's go into another one. Dig into the bag here. A little ruffle. Mm, I love ruffles. Ruffles. Isaac M here. Second time caller into the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network Division Mailback segment. Perfect. My question is, will Griffin's prior work experience being a mascot at kazooing a party and play give him an upper hand in the race if he ends up in the jiggy suit this season? Wow. My initial response to that, he will be in the jiggy suit this season. Okay. Calling it. Does his previous work history help him? Uh, let's see. Yes, hundred percent. My initial thought was no doubt, but then I hear Eric talk about it, and and he says there's nothing that can prepare you, <laughs> except for seeing Luke W get across the finish line, and True. him having all of his mascot experience against honestly a you know a suit original and Eric J who's had twice I mean two times the experience multiple times in the mm-hmm. suit having experience prior to and Lucas still having it I just think sure yeah okay I'm on board yeah, yeah I man. think I think it's gonna give you a huge advantage um see you there yeah okay see you there Griff <laughs> yeah get excited buddy he's tall for the suit I don't know how yeah, whatever that's true okay from anonymous who should be number one in the power rankings Evan S Kevin Dub or other I think it's it's a snap easy decision for me. Do yeah, you have sure. Yours? What is it, Kevin? Yep. Said it earlier in the podcast. I just think that it's far and away three straight highest point totals for this for the week. I I don't know what else you need to hear. The argument obviously would be Evan is four and zero, so rightfully so he should be the top guy. But I wanted to cut that misnomer right on out and say that is not the case. And Kevin is number one. Evan can be a close second if he thinks that he is. But I've got him at number two. I got Kevin at number one. I agree. It's a power ranking. It's not a standings. So we have those weekly given out to us by the sleeper algorithm. So you can reference that for seeing yourself atop the league's best. Exactly. But when you talk about power rankings, it's the team that is producing the most output right now. And that's Kevin three weeks in a row. Hard to not put him number one. Yep, 100%. Question for Ben P. Is it time to admit my team is elite? Is it time to admit Jalen Hurts is an elite fantasy quarterback? And you were dead wrong about him. Is it time to admit you severely underestimated the value of Debo Samuels? It may be time to look inward at the analysis that got you to this point. From Anonymous. Is it? No, it's from Evidence. It's Anonymous, right? Yeah, nice. Good, gotcha. Anonymous, one, Uh, two, three, four. Yeah, is it time to your team? Yeah, your team's elite. Fine. Wow. Is is Hertz elite? I don't think Hertz is elite. Wow. Fantasy, he is elite. The nickname for Jalen Hertz should be fantasy guy or garbage garbage quarterback. I saw that last week. I sure. mean, he like what did you say? Eighteen points. It in, was something crazy in the last yeah. like just few minutes. And last game. few, I mean, garbage man is what he is. So fantasy wise, yes, Evan S, you are completely right. Jalen Hurts is an elite fantasy quarterback being able to really soak up that garbage time. Um, is it t- time to admit that I severely underestimated the value of Debo? 
I don't remember any takes I made on Debo. Maybe I was low on him. I know that Davis said that he would be hurt, so he wouldn't be able to ever be a premier wide receiver. Maybe that's what he's referencing. But if I was low on Debo before, then I do apologize because, yes, he has been fantastic. And, yeah, just going back to defining Evan's team as elite. No, I don't. I, I, I say that it's elite in the sense that, yes, he's four, sitting 4-0, four and oh, but when I look at his lineup, I don't get the same shakes and quivers that I get when I look at Kevin's lineup, when I look at Luke S's lineup. So for those reasons, I guess I would qualify him as elite being in the top tier of teams, but I don't think that he is the best team and he may not even be the second best team. So I don't know if that helps give context to elitism. Okay. Let me just, let me poke at this just for a second, just to see. Um, do you know that he is only two points off of Kevin Wallace's points four on the season? No. Second highest score in the league. Well, there you have it. I need to eat my words. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just throwing stats out there. Just, yeah. You know? I think, um, have, I, have we referenced this before? Somebody had said this to me, and I was like blown away by it. Said what to you? That he had the second most points four by two oh. points behind Kevin. I don't think so. I don't think we've talked about this yet. I just noticed it because I wanted to look and see what he actually. Man, I'm almost on the season. That's yeah. So they're they're closer than I thought. Looking at the points for. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kevin has had. You're helping me get there. The most elite in team the last three weeks. I think the big difference here, and I'm gonna confirm it real quick, is Evan's week one. So Kevin is hotter more recently. Um, Evan also scored a ton of points this last week. Yeah. But over the past three weeks, Kevin has been trending the highest. So I would still keep him highest in the power rankings for right now. Um, but on the season, I mean, it's going to – right now, it's 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 very close. Okay. It's 1A, 1B maybe. Then, man, let me, let me just be clear. Mm-hmm. Evan, buddy, your team is elite. Wow, You're peaking, man. Right. You are peaking right now. Okay. It's honestly fantastic. It's got to be a great feeling. I wish that I could feel the way that you're feeling. Your team is elite. Jalen Hurts is an amazing quarterback, and Debo Samuel is more than Ben P could ever imagine. Hmm. Wow. There you go. I still don't think he's going to be satisfied. Because... I'm not done yet. Okay. All right. Go for it. You've done a great job managing thus far. Oh, gosh. And I think that you have an elite fantasy football team. That was hard for me to say. But I think it's true. Yeah. Just based on the stats, based on the record, based on the information that's been given to us today, you have an elite team. Thank yeah. you, Ben P. Do you still hold true to Kevin being top of the power rankings? Yeah, I do. I still feel with that. I think I, I do. Yep, I stay with that. I have my reservations just being two points off the lead on points four and having a 4-0 record. That does sway me a little bit. Um, just thinking about you know, I, if, if his week one and week two were flipped. No, and it'd be a different conversation. I get it, but you can't. I don't know. Like, I there's been a lot of changes from week one to week four as well. Okay, mm-hmm. and those things can be both positive or negative for each team. And for Kevin, they've been only positive. Number one RB, number one wide receiver, and number six RB and trending upward. And mm-hmm. number no number six wide receiver DJ Moore trending upward. Okay, and James Robinson trending upward. Okay, so I just there's yeah I'm not going anywhere with that. All right, I like it. I just want to make sure that we yep. hash that out. Thank you. Next. Hey, Ben. Second time caller. Who are the guys in our group that you wouldn't want to end up playing poker with? Who are the guys you love to play poker with? 
the guys you think you could fleece. So this is not an enjoyment standard of playing poker with you because it's fun, but playing pro poker with these people because you think you could beat them or get beaten by them is the yep. question. Okay. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, I play poker a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, so I used to. Sure. And I learned a lot whenever I was playing. Mm -hmm. So I definitely say that I'm above average poker okay. player. I like to think so. I mean, shoot. Mm -hmm. But the people that I would not want to go up against, I know for a fact, Patrick Perryman. Patrick's good at poker. Okay. Everybody, beware. Evan S. Okay. Evan S. has been taking my lunch money as of late. Mm -hmm. I owned him when he came back into poker and kind of got himself warmed. I put him in his place. But since then, he has put me in my place. So He's been in the lab. Mm-hmm. He's been, been in the lab learning. Work. Um, when, let's see. I know that in previous years, high school, I did not want to play Luke S., Lucas was a very good poker player back in the day. I don't know if he still dabbles in poker from time to time, but just based on that information alone, I would say he enters into the category of people I would not want to play poker with. People that I uh, would consider fleeceable. Mm -hmm. That's just my personal opinion who maybe doesn't play a whole lot of poker. Sure. Um, I know Connor does not like playing poker. It's not his... Like, it's not what he likes doing whenever he does hangouts. He thinks it's a long time investment for not a whole lot of fun. Sure. So okay. maybe Connor I'd have a chance at. Connor also has a very, very good knack for reading me, so maybe not. He has, um, a, he has a strategic mind as well. Yes, he definitely is. That's why he would be great at poker. Sure. And I've told him time and time again that he needs to get into it. And talking about just odds and variance in these things would mm -hmm. be so interesting to him. Yeah. But he's yet to fight the bait. Um I just got to take, take a humble angle at this and that I really don't see anybody in the league that I just think, oh, I'm just going to mop the board with them. And that's whatever, call it, not really answering the question, whatever. But I enjoy probably playing poker with all these guys and we need to set up a poker date with all these guys because that would be a blast. Absolutely. But there's nobody that I simply target and say, yep, I can take his money. Okay. So nice. do you want to answer that question? I don't know uh, enough about their poker history. I definitely... Evan I've played with recently a lot and he has even since the few times we played together he's already put in vast improvement to his skills and what he um, his strategy I've seen um, so he would be top of my list right now as probably the best um, in the league that I've played with recently I don't I haven't played with most of these guys though so I don't know if there are fleeceable people the, the fleeceable people are the ones that don't play poker the ones that will come to your table and you know think it's a gamble and think that it, there's no skill involved that it's just a gamble and if those people like that that have never played poker like that then I, sometimes it I works out fleeable yeah, it sometimes. does yeah the short-term variants can always work out what uh there was a game here once with a previous player in the league ah yes yes of yeah. course yes yeah. Sorry, um, your microphone was covering your mouth, so I couldn't see yeah. your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great question. Um, to finalize our mailbag segment, last time, uh, last one here, mail time. Um, if Squid Game featured the former members of this illustrious league, who would come out on top? What in the world is Squid Game? Squid Game? Can you Google that real quick? Yeah, Squid Game. Yeah, Google. Let's see. Squid Game. Okay, so it it is a show. Uh, what? It's is a, it a Netflix, Netflix show. show. 
Yes. Okay, so I think in that game, though, maybe search what are the rules of Squid Game. Because Squid Game is in... Hundreds of cash-strapped contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's games for a tempting prize, but the stakes are deadly. Is there a specific Squid Game? Can you ask Google that? It seems like it's a... Combination of games? It is a conglomeration, if you will? Yeah, it seems like it's like a Mario Party. But I watched the preview for what he's talking about. And I think that there is a final, like the final game is called Squid Game. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, this is, this is going to be... I'm getting deep into a Google hole here. Okay. And it's it's got a strategy of how to beat every Squid Game. I'm going to see if it talks about... Every Squid There's red light, green light. Wait. So there is no one Squid Game. I don't know. There's Tug of War. Yeah. There's a marble game. <laughs> and then there's Squid Game. Okay. Okay. So the the, the title game, it, it has fairly complicated rules. Oh, There God. are two <laughs> yeah. contestants left. Fairly complicated rules. There are two contestants left. Each is armed with a steak knife. Oh, that's cool. So it's likely to be a knife fight to death. There are a variety of martial arts that involve weapon training um, that would help you in this game. Um, wrap your unarmed hand in a tuxedo jacket to make it harder for your opponent to cut you. So apparently Squid Game is people trying to cut each other? Is this like a yeah, no, I'm in on that situation? Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think he's referencing, yeah, there's a Netflix show out. Uh, go ahead and watch it. Plug it. Um, it's probably a very, very entertaining watch. But Life or death children's games, apparently. That's what I'm reading from this. Again, I watched the preview on Facebook. It was interesting. I watched the whole thing through, so I am aware of what it is, I'm sure. Oh, you've watched it? I've watched the preview, yes. Oh, you've watched the preview, okay. Yeah, but so, I thought Squid Game was a specific game that had its own set of rules, which I still believe it does, but we're not going to do the fight. research. I think it's a knife fight. So It definitely was a knife fight in this situation. Yeah. But I think that it is a... It's a, The objective is to get your self positioned in this weird octagon thing in the ground get it positioned in their territory and however you choose to do that and their circumstance was with the knife okay fair enough so what was the, the question at hand was it who would if you want to... in this illustrious league all yeah. of the all of the participants were available um maybe he was just talking about previous uh, contestants yeah uh, but who would win who would win in squid game yeah um. So the question becomes, who is the most maybe athletic, strongest? Um, I don't think there's a lot of strategic mind play into this. This is a this is a um, a barbaric mm -hmm. uh, game, if you will. Yeah, it seems like a fight to the death. So, who would be the winner? I've got my pick. Let me verify it. Okay, I've got mine. Oh gosh, hold on, I'm not ready. Yeah, I've all got right. mine for sure. You're adding all. You're adding the likes of Mark, Luke W, Ross, Bradley Nolan. Um, Wait, Bradley Nolan was never in this league. Okay, this you're right. Fight Sorry. Club league. Caleb Elliott. Caleb Elliott was never in this league. It's Fight Club League. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Um, so Mark and Luke. Mark, Luke. Um, there's somebody else that we're forgetting. There is. Is there? Yeah. Mark. Look, I've got the Hall of Fame stats here. Mark and Luke W. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I thought there was another person that was switched out, but maybe that was from the new league. I can't remember. Yeah, we can't remember. Anyway, yeah, I have my answer. Uh, I 
Okay. Three, two, one, Luca. Tiz. Yeah, it, honestly, Tiz was my second. Yeah, he's been trained. Yeah, he's been trained. He's got a cop. He's been maced. He's been fought through it, wrestled through it. So he get, he definitely gets the pass. Yeah. But uh, Lucas has actually been losing a lot of weight, so maybe I need to give the edge to Tiz. I changed my vote. I go to Tiz. Wow. He's a cop. Yeah. He's ready. He's a cop. He's got he's got the size advantage. Yeah. On basically everybody. Yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, that's why I was guess guess I was going with Luke Luke Stoltz. Is he's mm-hmm. he's a he. God, Luke's just built like a freaking ox. Yeah. So. Um, but he's lost some weight, so maybe I just give the edge to Tiz. And if I think there's a knife involved, I, I gotta think Tiz has some weapon training. Definitely more than me. Yeah. So. So. Yep. That's that's my answer. Love it. Awesome. Sweet. It. Well, that concludes our mailbag. Thanks for all the people that submitted questions. We really do appreciate it, and uh, we'll see if this becomes a segment uh, next week. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's move on to the next bit. Let's get into the next. Sorry. Let's get into the next segment here, which is going to be our Pick'em segment. That's weird. I like it. Pick'ems. <laughs> so okay. we're going to do our Pick'ems. We're going to have our game day review synopsis as to why we think who is the winner. Uh, and then we'll keep track of those and keep our running tally for the record. I am minus one overall. Had a queen sweep last week to get me back into contention that's right um so with that being said do you have the doc pulled up will you insert these or do you want me to do it i'm in there cool thank you so for week five let's start with eric johnson versus eric j eric johnson versus eric j sorry evan s versus eric j this is a this is a oh god this is a love this matchup matchup for the ages it is um, let me get there with this real quick. All right. Why is it? Sorry. Am I, am I, am I, am I, am I, there it is. Trying to look at the. Knapsack. Knapsack. Trying to get, at, it was focused on Mark and Luke as these Hall of Fame members in the stat sheets. So, all right. I love this matchup. This is a great matchup. Evan S. Evan has Eric's number handily. Really? Four to one. Wow. Evan S in favor of Eric Johnson. So Okay. With that, I'm ready to make mine. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, Evan. Evan. All right. Okay. So we do not defer. I will kick us off if that's okay, and you can do the next one. Okay. Evan is gonna win because the Packers are going to run all over Cincinnati. Okay, for those reasons, I have Aaron Rodgers not meeting his projected estimates aaron jones having a great game that is all that you need to know as to why in the world evan is going to beat eric johnson okay i had rbs as a mismatch as well so we're in there love it so let's move on to our next matchup which is going to be which i do want to go ahead and say this i guess on the front end no i'll say it on the back end let's go into our next matchup with connor nope davis and kevin this is going to be the first matchup between them, obviously. Yep. So, I am ready. Three, two, one, Kevin. Kevin. Yep, we both got Kevin here. Go ahead and uh, tell me what's going on. He's too strong. Yep. Kevin's too strong. Yep. There's a lot of question marks on Davis's team. Yep. Uh, a lot of injuries. So, Kevin, too strong. I've got Kevin going off for the fourth week straight. Yep, absolutely. Do you have him as a top scorer as well? 
Uh, yeah, I can't bet against him. Yes, at this point. hard to bet against him. Got to ride the high hand. Until Man, maybe Evan high. has the strongest week here and takes over the power sure. ranking number one. Yeah, if he, that's that's potential because he would be the highest score if he did that. So. Yep. Okay, let's go into Cook versus Lucas. Okay. Let me find it here. Three, two, one, Lucas. I will start us off here. The I've just got great matchups for Luke. I think that he's the second top scorer this week. I think he gives uh, Cook the hands him the L. Yeah, I think this is gonna be a close matchup. Okay. And I think the. Well, hold on. I'm not saying that it's not gonna be close. Yeah. I just said Lucas is gonna be the top. The yeah. second top score. So it might be Cook running into a buzzsaw. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, uh, yeah and I was just wanted to clarify. That, yeah, no, that's fine. I, I wasn't saying, saying Cook that was it a wasn't, schmuck. wasn't what you were saying. But I think the wide receivers could go either way. But the RBs is where Luke has the edge. Yeah, so I think both sets of wide receivers could go off. He's got the edge on running backs. I think it's gonna be it could be a close matchup. Cool. Let's move into the Isaac versus Griff. Okay. Matchup. Let me tell you who running this table real quick. Mm-hmm. It is Isaac is winning in this matchup two to zero. Griff does not have a win against Isaac. Oh wow. Okay. Will this be the time that that shifts? Will it? Let's see. Three, two, one. Griffin. Isaac. Okay. Yeah. Fine. You've got to defer here. Um, I just got Griff ceiling being higher. I think that we've talked about it before. I'm still on pace with the idea that Dalvin Cook and Madison are going to essentially be detrimental to his team moving forward. Josh Allen, it's hard to say that he's not going to have a great Kansas City game, but I just am seeing the upside on Griffin's matchups this week. Consider it a zag if you want, but the first win for Griffin and in this matchup goes to Griff. Yeah, this was a tough one for me. I landed on Isaac's side, and I think a lot hinges on Cook and A.J. Brown, and I think A.J. Brown will be back. Um, He'll plug him into the lineup. And I have a weird take here. I think this week he could find the double start, Cook and Madison, against the Detroit Lions. Honestly? It's, honestly? I think there is There's been talks about merit. the Zeke Pollard double mm-hmm. double start, and I'm, I, I get more and more comfortable with it with that sustainability. I really do. Yeah. I mean. Now, I think Cook. Against Detroit, multiple touchdowns. Wouldn't be crazy for both of them to get a tutty. Sure. And Cook being banged up a little bit. Uh, I think if he gets a start, obviously you play him. But I think they're going to probably just go off on the Lions from the running game, as every team has done so far. And do you think they're going to let Cook get a little bit of rest after he goes off? After If they've got a big lead? For sure. They could have Madison yep. in there. So I think it's kind of crazy. And it's hard to do. And I don't know if I could do it myself. Nah, but I think there's some there's some merit to doing that. And that would be crazy. But I do think that that uh, matchup right there is going to be him and A.J. Brown. I think they will put him over the top. I just want to give a little defense here because, again, this one was close. I got Lamar Jackson just all over Indiana. Just from a Mm -hmm. scrambling quarterback perspective, I really think he's going to hurt him. I think multiple rushing touchdowns, something like that. Um, So it's going to be a big night for him for sure to try to counteract whatever Allen's going. Uh, I don't necessarily see Evans as a, as a boom play as much as I just think that he's going to be effective in that Miami game. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I got to just stick with my pick here. So yeah, for sure. All right, let's go into your matchup. If that's all right. Sure. Uh, actually let's do my matchup first. Sure. Let's do that. 
between me and Tiz. Yes. This is how the record sits. We are one and one. Mano y mano. Oh, this is uh one and one. We're gonna be fire. doing the rubber match. I'm ready to make my pick. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, Ben. ben. Yeah. Because of the trade. Exactly. That's what I wrote. That's literally it. I will see if I eat my words if Chubb and Ridley crap the bed again. But we shall see. Ridley versus the Jets, Zeke versus the Giants. I like both of those matchups because I feel like, well, I don't know. The Jets have been a little tough against the receivers. But anyway, Zeke's going to run all over the Giants. Tiz is running back, back death. Depth is in question now after that trade. That's exactly what I have. Like it. <laughs> like it. So our final matchup is going to be between Hugh and find it, find it, Connor. Skittles, 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 Skittles. Boom, there it is. Yeah, this one was a tough one. Your all's matchups together are, as the data shows, Connor is one and zero against you, Patrick. He okay. has got your number. You are never been able to beat Connor in the history of the league. He's undefeated against me. Undefeated. So he should feel good going into this matchup. Mm-hmm. Let me find who I picked here. Find my little pad. Oh man! All right, three, two, one. Patrick. Patrick. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not supposed to do this. I picked myself. Well, you are supposed to do that. I picked myself last time. Okay. I know, and it worked out for you. Um, but as far as for like an emotional standpoint, it's just uh, not great if I do lose. But I do think I can pull off the win this week. Um, I think my team pulls it together. I think Damian Williams is going to be a good RB2 spot for me. It's going to boost my team up. Kamara's going to get targets. A lot's going to go right for me. And Carson is a big question mark for Connor. And I don't think if he plays and if he does play, we don't he's limited. Confirmed he is not playing. We have confirmed he's not yeah, playing? That was the most recent knowledge. Okay, I couldn't remember what that said. So, yeah, uh, so that. Carson, uh, Chris Carson has chronic long-term neck injury. He's probably not going to play. Actually, sorry, so not. Confirmed. Likely Probably not, not yeah. going to play. Okay, so that was the big question mark I had, and I think it's his downfall. Yeah. Um, your team is just, I think, I, this is really close. I, mm-hmm. And I just, I, it is the RB depth that's going to hurt. It's whether or not Tyreek Hill just chooses to go off again. It's really going to be the, 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 the make or break there. But Tough matchup with the yep. Bills. I've got you over him. So we do defer on one. We differ on one, yes. So maybe I can make up some ground if that is correct. That was the matchup between, just so we're straight moving forward. Uh, Isaac and Griff. Yeah. You picked Griff. I picked Isaac. So no matter what, something's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. You will either even up on the year, and we'll be even going into week six, or I will get a two-point lead. Potentially one of us will have a clean sweep. Potentially one of us will. I just That's so great. Okay. Cool. So that concludes that. I did want to finish with this stat, though. And if you listen long enough in the podcast, my God, bless your soul. I Maybe you just skipped here because I'm putting the time tags. But here are the stats for sleeper projection through, okay, the whole entire total league. Okay. So all the culmination of algorithms that, as far as projections are concerned, I always take projections on Thursdays. Or, yeah, Wednesday nights or Thursday afternoons. Before the game starts, everybody's got their lineup in, whatever it is. I take the projections from that. Okay. So the most recent updated prior to Thursday. Okay. Okay. Because I learned, and I had to go in back and do the math, that after Thursday, those projections are adjusted. They are, yeah. Which is, honestly, sucks. For example, Christian McCaffrey, 
those projections at the very, very top that run across from each other are immediately affected. Like before, Davis was favored in a game, and then after Christian McCaffrey put up five, he was no longer favored. Mm -hmm. So you have to take the stat prior to, and I've been making sure to go back and do the stats for all that. So all that to say, these stats on sleeper predictions are 129 to 208, which is 62% for three straight years. So the 129, they're correct. They are correct. Yeah, if you are favored, then 62% of the time you win. Okay. okay. If you are favored, 62% of the time you win. Let's so you're saying the two – say say the number again. 62, how many times have they been right? 62%. Okay, but how many times total? Didn't you just say that number? 129 out of 208. Out of 208. Okay, I thought you were saying 129 and 208, like wins and losses. No, okay. So okay, 129 so out of 208. So 62% time they're right. 208 games played to date thus far in the league's history. And okay. 62%. Okay. Yeah. That is a culmination of actually 2019, 2020, and now 2021. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't able to get 2018 matchups as our history doesn't give us the weekly matchups. So... That leaves us with 37.98% of the time you don't win. Sure. Okay. So okay. now it. this is where things get juicy. And again, if you have, maybe me and you need to pay attention to this. I'm not necessarily dealing my hand as much as me and you both reference this. Maybe a little bit, maybe we don't whenever we're making our pickums. but super projections for 2021. Are you ready for these numbers? Yes. 19 for 24. If you were projected to win, you are winning 79.17% of the time. To round up, that's 80% of the time. If you have a nudge, either by one point or two or whatever it is, if you have a nudge, 80% of the time you take it down. Wow. That is over the course of 24 games. Yeah. And last week, they were all correct. Okay. So they got the queen sweep last week too. They did. And the week before that, they missed two. The week before that, they missed one. And before that, they missed two. So it's just, again. It's better than us this year. So That's a great. I'm 17 that is for so, 24. Maybe we should. I mean, we're going to have to keep that. I mean, I'll have it here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So they have. What, what was our total score? I'm 17 out of 24. You're 16 out of 24. And yeah. they are, what, 19? 19? Yeah. So they're. I'm 71%. They're 70. I mean. What percent? No, that's not me. So all I'm saying is mm-hmm. that their algorithm is. In the short term. Yes. 100%. In the long term, it is it it is trending up. So I guess that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying is yeah. that I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Gonna... We'll see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting because you, you were saying that even last season it got a little bit better. Uh, so yeah, to, to run the numbers, I mean, just to look at them, I, it is 1919. Mm-hmm. There was 51%. If you were favored, you won. Yeah. So you just just a, just a hair above it. And 2020. It was 63 of 92, so 68% was right. Market improvement. Yeah, I was like, I, even that, I remember looking at that and being like, geez. Yep. And then 2021, 19 of 24 thus far with a queen sweep. That's pretty good. I don't know. It's just a trend. Pretty we'll have good. to keep our eyes on it for sure. But, uh, I mean, I guess the question is, like, I mean, if they have the nudge, do you just go ahead and lock it in? True, yeah. That's one way to go. Okay. All right. With that... We can end our pick'em segment. I was able to talk about the big data, and uh, and yeah, that actually is going to conclude the pod band. So, 
absolute banger this one pretty juicy uh with it being two hours and 20 minutes long can't say we haven't done this one this long before true done one of these at this length before so it's not a big deal it is 148 uh october 7th thursday bringing in the pod happy to close it out and get to bed with my wife right do you have anything you want to tell the people to send them on their way yeah uh thanks for hanging with us uh, I wish bad luck to everybody except for me, and we will affirm you. We will beat you, and we will tickle you next week. Looking forward to it. See you guys. The of the Fight Club is you do not talk about.